But he wishes he was. Um, well, that is better than the theme that's in the game, which there is oh, no theme bro. in the game. Oh, bro. That is my. You know what? I love you, you're, 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 you find the fact that Uncharted Four doesn't have bombastic music <laughs> if a fireable offense. If that is, the, I mean, if that's the well, worst thing I can say about Uncharted Four, something tells me that most people aren't going to love Uncharted Four as much as we did. Yeah, a lot but, of people have been like, which is, I have to tell y'all, I apologize because some of the listeners of this podcast immediately, I'm like, oh, I get to discount your opinions. <laughs> Why, because people didn't like it, or yeah, because I, I like, if you're indifferent to Uncharted Four, you have different values. Why than don't I do. a lot of people, when they first announced the idea that Uncharted Four was even coming out, oh, I'm not talking about like, the uh, existence. Well, of see, it. I've been even the existence of it. I've been hearing people go "burr," which well, right, Uncharted hey. was not necessarily that good. It was still a good game, but just one isn't as good as Uncharted. Wow, 2. I get to discount Bill's opinion now too. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uncharted yeah. Three was not compared to Uncharted. Oh, 2. Uncharted. I'm sorry, I thought you said Uncharted Four. No, Uncharted. It's not very. I good. may have misspoken. But okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Uncharted I mean, Three. Is not did not follow well know. on the on yeah. Uncharted Two, but like not that well, Uncharted well, Three was bad. Uncharted Two is what. Well, that's what I'm saying. We're talking about I like. I specifically love the third Alien hey, movie. Hey, you know like, what? We're gonna talk about Uncharted Four now, and like, I don't give a shit about what other people. Think. Are we gonna do a spoiler cast at the end, or you want to talk about it now? Wait, oh, you wanted to do it at the end? Oh yeah, we can we can get off to the end of the podcast. What, what are we doing? Well, then why I the mean, fuck I'm are we talking about Uncharted right now? Because then, if you don't want to talk about it, because I just started singing it. Oh cool, the energy is angry. The energy is angry. Hey everybody, did you know that this is the Boy Hottie podcast, the belligerent show where Bill and I shout at each other? These guys want breakfast, and we're all just hateful at each other this morning for no reason. I think it's because Annie's coffee cup like peed itself. Yeah, Annie. It's early in the morning, and Annie's coffee exploded, so Annie's already like behind the eight ball. Uh, anyway, yeah. this is our uh, bullshit podcast where we talk about garbage. I'm Annie. I'm Bill. And we God, have with so us... rude when you say that about yourself. We do talk about garbage. We do we talk talking about garbage. There are starving people in Africa who, if they heard this podcast, they would just fucking murder us in our fucking sleep. Not even Africa, but like... There are starving people down the street. I know, I'm not going to say, yeah, you don't have to go to Africa to find people who would be completely true. justified in killing us for and complaining is, about the shit we have And this is, of course, our special guest, my hunky wife, Foley. Yeah, wearing a Firewatch shirt. I'm your, yeah, I got a Firewatch... Firewatch? Oh, man. <laughs> Jerry Gergen. We had some Irish <laughs> coffee this morning, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, did you guys watch Lady Dynamite? We have you watch about through. half of it. Yeah, we're about half. Oh, through. really? How many yeah. episodes are there? Thirteen. Oh, okay. There? I got yeah. through two episodes. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, before we get into it, Lady Dynamite is the Netflix original series that is um, by Mitch Horich or whatever his name is, who did uh, Arrested Development. Oh, really? And it was. Um, I thought he did. Did he just? Did, did he, was he creatively? Like, He's I know one of the producer. co-creators. Oh, okay. Um, it was a sh- it's Maria Bamford's show. Maria Bamford being a beloved comedian that m- hold dear to my heart. <coughs> um, but yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, when people try to come in and maintain a comics values yeah because maria bamford didn't write it or anything like that she's just in it Is she, she just write it well i mean that's pretty common for sitcom but it's practice because it's kind of that it's doing the whole like, it's about fact, her the first her episode or two that i've seen like half the jokes are like oh this is my i'm i'm doing the uh the the, the ck louis ck thing where it's half it's like autobiographical and, it's a, and like even the one of the first jokes she tells is like straight out of her routine where she's well, talking yeah. about how sharp and how oh, fat she yeah, is but i fucking love that which that's a great bit and sharp soft and, soft and sharp that's what it is, is losing they, its resiliency but my bones are jutting out they, they pick up they pick up some lines from her stand-up but yeah it's 
tonally, it's just not quite right. But there was there, the last episode that we watched, which I think was Had like some the, good fifth, the fifth episode or something like that, has an excellent goof with um, Sarah Silverman and Tig Notaro. Sarah Silverman oh, yeah. and Tig Notaro show up. And, but, and Maria's fucking great with them. Yeah. And, yeah, they're just by a pool. I... It's it's funny because like the first I watched the first episode and it really bounced off of me because mm-hmm. I was unfortunate enough my uh, housemate Bahar she just really got into uh, the invisible I I called it the invisible last week the invisible Kimmy Schmidt yeah the no, 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 Kimmy no, no, Schmidt no. Uh, no I like invisible better <laughs> yeah uh, which is funny because I remember a year ago I was like hey you guys should watch this in a show called the in- Invince is it well, what's the actual name of the show Unbreakable Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt no, Unbreakable like, she but, now, have but now that he's finally started getting into it so it, like like every time I go upstairs Bahar's been watching it and so i'm watching a ton of it with her but then jumping to this yeah it shows a both about like fucked up crazy ladies but like the energy of kimmy schmidt so kind of like up and peppy yeah whereas the maria bamford there's nothing not that there's anything wrong with me but it's, it's more of a dour energy well see and the thing is what i don't like about it is it feel it doesn't feel <laughs> honest is the wrong word but the energy of it like it is kind of about mental illness and struggling with mental illness but they don't quite the thing about maria bamford's comedy that i really like is that when she talks about her struggles with mental illness it feels very real and yeah. relatable and if you experience that at all you recognize it in yourself to some degree the parts of um lady dynamite that you recognize in yourself are the parts where she looks at the camera and goes well the moral is this thing not the wackiness that we actually just unfolded on screen and it just so it doesn't quite stick doesn't have that same because i mean maria bamford's humor is ridiculous but it's well hearing that the show is not actually even written by her that makes a lot more sense about the show where someone kind of like look at her stand-up kind of used her stand-up as the skeleton for a show and then packed on just a bunch of kind of irrelevant stuff on top of it it's still entertaining but it's not if you're coming from maria bamford though i love maria she's so great you know? Yeah. Okay, her. I'm glad to see I'm not totally crazy about no. that. That's no. not bad, but yeah, it, depending on what you come from Rear Banford for, it's kind of a yeah. It does, also, it does it does get it does work out some kinks. It does get a some, little better. But it's it's also weirdly relentlessly crass. Yeah. Which and I, I don't not. object to crass humor or anything like that. I did that. like pussy noodle. Pussy noodle was pretty funny. See that? I whole... love the joke. Like the guy has to decide between the pussy or the noodle. Yeah. And then the the, the fact that they, that whole it's a tw- half hour long episode that just boils down to the self-esteem joke. Yeah. That, yeah. That, I was like, that is such a fucking long and winding road to that joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that, Spoilers for, yeah, that for episode in particular was fascinating because I'm watching and I'm like, okay, this is really weird. This is really wacky. I feel like it's not weird enough. Like, I feel like they're not or leaning. Or weird in the wrong direction. Yeah. It yeah. felt like it was just like trying very hard yeah. and it didn't feel... I mean, I thought it was funny. It made me laugh and it was a sort of scenario where you don't get to see very often. Yeah. But And Maria has a bit in her comedy, which is totally where this all bounced off of, where she talks about dating a bisexual meth head and how that... Oh, you know, does she? I yeah, must have missed that. That's literally yeah. the extent of the riff. She just mentions it and in that's casual all, all about, that episode's you know, about, yeah. And that whole episode is based on that tiny riff in her, huh, in her yeah, the other The other thing with the, um, and there's been a lot of like cameos by 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 people who are like oh I know him. And Pat Oswalt shows up in the first episode, yeah. Da, 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 like all these all these different comedians and stuff like that. And there's another bit where she talks about um, 
her her okay cupid profile when she mm-hmm. talks about online dating and, and she, is she actually dating like that she's, she's married married now in real life well, who's she Thanks. married to, right. to an like, artist some, some awesome painter guy dude. i can imagine yeah that must be yeah okay no it's great no and that's great yeah happy and i'm happy for her i love that lady yeah i i yeah you guys are actually friendly with have been friendly with well, Maria i hugged her at an airport yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you guys yeah that's no. what happens when you when you say someone's name when you see them um in a public place and you say their name like you know them yeah uh, well we talked about Maria? this last week so i'm watching the show and part of me is thinking you guys are already kind of like you guys would exist in that universe like yeah well it's funny because like, we we're watching lady dynamite i'm like oh foley's hugged uh marie bamford then we we finished up grace and frank and we're like oh foley's hugged sam elliott yeah it's like the circle of of, of famous circle. people that foley has hugged well that's like weird did you see that Lynn manuel was i haven't hugged him <laughs> but I hug Griffin. Crazy. I think Griffin's hugged Lynn Manuel. Yeah. But like knowing like that Lynn Manuel's friends with Justin McRae, and I was already already kind of like internet friends with Justin McRae. But like Lynn Manuel went to school with Dylan, and we're friends with Dylan. It's kind of weird how like there's weird circles of just like how people get. Wait, Lynn Lynn Manuel Miranda went to an all girls school. Yeah. Oh man, he looked good in his little skirt. <laughs> oh wait, well, Wellesley, is it an all girls school? No, it is, is not. It? Oh, okay, never mind. Never mind. Abort. Oh, sorry, Dylan. Was, wait, there was a point to that I was going to say, but so, uh, anyway, okay. the, the, the amount of separation between us and the famous people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's there. Uh, I, I, I was, was in dogma. I was trying to pivot to. I've done nothing, and no, no one famous. Um, <laughs> I was. Gonna, I've not done any. I saw John Williams live in concert once, he, twice now. I uh, I um, saw him live in concert once, twice. twice I, could, I had two, 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 I could have killed him twice. <laughs> He's Whatever so I said, close to death. Tell yeah, the FBI yeah. that Bill didn't mean that. Is it terrible what I think about it? Like anytime I've ever met anyone, I think I could have killed that person and changed the course of like entertainment history. We're like, I was I was on the same dogma. Da, 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 I could have like da, da, da. stopped the. <laughs> <laughs> I love that sound of Bill's murder <laughs> fantasy. Can we change the name of the Terrible entertainment tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of such a one of those good thing that's coming out here's the thing that just came out oh my god so yes i was trying to pivot from being negative about what? lady dynamite to being positive about grace We're and frankie not being that it's not good it's but a turn of three of maria, maria bamford, bamford TV so shows. much yeah. if you want to watch a really good maria bamford show it's called the maria bamford show it's on youtube and she wrote and directed it all and she plays all the characters it so yeah. it's well worth hilarious. investigating um anyway uh we polished off the second season of grace and frankie on friday mm-hmm. um which is just, another that just debuted last week too right oh uh, it came out like next weekend last oh, okay. weekend i want to say or weekend before last yeah um it's on the it was on netflix we enjoyed the first season though i thought <clears throat> it took a few episodes for it to kind of find its footing mm-hmm. what's really great is in the second season it has found its footing and it's just kind of it's just, just running that's yeah. kind of wondering with Marie Bamford too. If they get another season, I wonder if they might change it. We're done talking about that, but yeah. I, it's, well, I mean, I feel like there's a difference between you have a premise, you kind of have to work out the kinks, and then you drive into it. Though I will say the best part of the Marie Bamford show is um, ending episodes with her just looking kind of in the middle distance as that song plays what is it i don't only know what i'm doing, doing only only half, half of, of the time, time. <laughs> which, is, which is beautiful i'm just saying like if the, the music a, is pretty if you had a second season of maria bamford it could be like the uh, like it could be the assassin's creed 2 of maria bamford shows <laughs> <She becomes laughs> yeah where it becomes all of a sudden they're in renaissance italy <laughs> <laughs> or because 
like enriched and then they know what the Iowa. Oh my god, I'm into so, it. So yeah, okay. anyway. Um anyway, uh yeah, Grace and Frankie is just so good. It's just so charming. It's like it's all um I mean it is it's a sitcom and it follows those sitcom tropes and things like that, but the themes it's that the they Netflix explore, TV show about two old ladies, right? Which I'm just saying, if you had to pitch this to a normal person, well, no, that's the whole thing. It would never get made. That's yeah. the thing. It wouldn't exist. Is, is it Netflix? Yeah, it's okay, Netflix. Yeah. It's Jane Tomlin, or excuse me, uh, Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. Uh, that's my re- uh, couple. Of I names still need to. Oh I love, yeah. Even as a kid, I loved Lily Tomlin so much. Wait, I need wait, to catch so up wait, with wait, this. wait, wouldn't it be like Fondlin? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we have to end the episode right now because we're not going to beat oh. Fondlin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everybody, this is the Boy Howdy Podcast. We'll talk to you next week. No, uh, uh, I killed it. Fucking Ernie Hudson shows up oh in the show. Yeah, He's he really great. He plays a hunky yam farmer. Yeah. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> but seriously. The thing about it is that it's hunky. Full- that is the most Tina Belcher thing I think I've ever heard you say. The hunky yam farmer. Uh, so the show is just what's remarkable about it is it is just themes and characters you don't get to see like everything from like there was a scene in this last episode where it's um martin sheen as a 70 plus year old man who's just come out as gay talking to a priest or former priest who's coming to terms with his homosexuality as well to like uh you know Lily Tomlin and um, Jane Fonda struggling with uh, their friend who has terminal cancer and wants to commit suicide. Wow, yeah, okay. like it's like this but it's is so funny. It's comedy show. Oh though. yeah, I mean it's, it's handled. It's funny handled and heartwarming really, really, really and really well. Yeah, I mean the characters are all like you know it's it's still a sitcom so it's silly and like the characters are kind of broad but there's a real heart to also, it. Also, Jane is Fonda, the, f- the lady that plays Jane Fonda's daughter. Oh my God, Brianna is well, so. Hot. Oh. <laughs> So she's playing a straight I character. She actually shows up in the Ray Bamford show she as does. a realtor. Yeah, does she married? To, is it Paul Shear? Uh, uh, no, Josh Shear. Josh Shear. Okay, wait, okay. no, Paul Shear. You're right. Oh, I was. What right is that. uh? What is up with the fake Catherine Hahn character in the Maria Bamford show? What's, Her best friend. What's not? I thought it was up with the fake Ka- Catherine Hahn is amazing in anything that she. Well, no, I no, thought no, that not, was her. Bill said. It, See, you don't, clearly don't have a crush on Catherine Hahn because my keen Catherine Hahn detector for like, a moment because like she showed up and she's kind of kind of like Catherine Hahn glasses and she has the same physical body type as Catherine Hahn. I was like, wait, no. did they get a fake Catherine Hahn? No, you really Hahn are face show? blind and kind of body blind. No, right now Photoshop. That lady next to Catherine Hahn. They have similar sort of faces-ish. But Catherine Hahn has a little more of a swimmer's build. I'm just just saying this happened for a moment. Do you think that that Maria Bamford's best friend... Do you think that was actually Catherine Hahn? No, but... Yeah, that's what Bill is saying. But but wait, are we... Isn't isn't, isn't she the manager lady? Yeah, the manager lady from... um, She's got the big glasses. She's like, work the shaft. You mean Anna Gasteyer? Is that who that is? You could think that's her <laughs> best friend? Who's Anna Gasmeyer? I know the name. Anna Gasmeyer. <laughs> she's she's really bad for well, She was on SNL for yeah. a long time. She was like in the era in the nineties when uh, the era when we were I watching. Know there's a lady in the Maria Bamford Do you mean show? her agent? Oh, her that foul, is fast her. talking agent? Yeah, we are talking. The Anna Gasmeyer. Wow, character. no, that is not at all, Catherine. I mean, in the, do you mean that she's an aggressive woman and therefore you confuse her? No, because they got the glasses. You know what? Because she has glasses like like Catherine no, Hunt is- wears in Tomorrowland. I think that's what. Oh, sure. What is this man? Who is this man? <laughs> Hi, everybody. Bill, do you think this mug looks like Tom Hardy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. 
sense. Well, yeah, but the, only the otter uh, part. Yeah. <laughs> only this part looks like Tom Brady. Oh this God. is not a visual well, element. <laughs> There's an otter on this mug. It looks like Tom Hardy. It's got the same scruffy beard. It actually does. It has a sweet raven tattoo. And <laughs> I'm pointing to its chest. <laughs> Uh, fuck. So, oh god, it's on both sides. It is on both sides. Gracie and Frankie, do they? Is it still ex- mostly b- about the older characters, or do they actually ha- devote I mean, a lot of screen time to the like the the, the kids or the, the grandkids? There's they, some. The grandkids good. only showed up in this season, really, for the first time. I'm really, I the grandkids showed up so that one of them could drop the f bomb. Yeah. Oh yeah. This fucking guy. This fucking guy. That was pretty good. So, do you guys watch the whole season? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There's only like 13 episodes. Oh, yeah. it's a Netflix show. That I mean, but it's for really, the course, I'm yeah. really excited because they are already. They already finished writing the third season and are working on the fourth, yeah, which really? makes me really excited. Because especially for a show, show like about a, like two old, I'm not to say two old ladies. I mean, well, no, but it's about it's to about, be an about age of women that you and, and that's and exactly characters, yeah. Period. That is the thing about both the the Lady Dynamite and Grace and Frankie is that they're both shows about women over the age of twenty five, which is pretty <laughs> fucking rare. So yeah. God bless, God bless Netflix. It, I like yeah. how when I that it's about two old ladies. I'm picturing two old copies of the old lady from. Uh, Kimmy Schmidt, Carol Kane, fucking. Ah, love. Okay, we can talk right, about right, Kimmy Carol Schmidt. I uh, I was I got a shitty twenty four hour tummy bug on Wednesday, and I mainlined all of the the second season of. Kimmy I've only Schmidt. seen the first couple episodes, but yeah, I love Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, yeah, I just I mean it's the sort of show where it's really great to mainline. Yeah, I think my favorite joke in the whole season though was the one of the dumbest ones, which is Kimmy. Uh, saying to someone I can't remember who if I find a job in the classifieds can I not tell you what about it <laughs> well I'm spoiled but just, I know I'm sorry well, you don't need to watch it now like, how I dare like, you because well, Mahara's watching the first season she's watching the first couple episodes again I forgot that like the like uh, 30 Rocks her daughter's name is like Lannister Voorhees oh, yeah, just like mean. just even the, like the names of like bad guys from like fucking it's just like the whole show it's 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 funny and like it's like Thirty Rock. It's, it's funny in three thousand different directions. It's fucking great. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm glad the, you had a good time with that. Then uh, yeah. you mainlined that in twenty four hours. The whole season. I was sick. Oh, I was no, prone on the sofa between the sofa and, and the bathroom. What else was I was gonna and do? That's, yeah. and, and, and Orange being rude to you. Oh, Orange made eye. Con- I was laying on the sofa with it. I brought a duvet from the Our bedroom. Cat is the worst. Orange kitten got up on the duvet, made eye contact with me, and shat on my feet. Yeah. <laughs> Like was it she wet? Was, to quote to quote Grace and Frankie, this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> was it wet? Well, I mean, it's catch. At least if it's a, I mean, at least if it it's a stiff turn, you can just pick it up with like a piece of paper. Well, yeah, but well, then I mean, wash Bill, the you, duvet. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, oh, okay. it's like well, there's a lot of things that have to right. happen after that, and I mean, mostly what it boils um, down to is Orange Kitten is an asshole. Yeah, I yeah, wasn't exactly. concerned about its disposal. I know how to handle cat so shit. It's more when you have the vomits and your cat makes eye contact with you and shit. So yeah. <laughs> did you then throw up all over your own chest? You're I like sitting not. in bed. Just <laughs> fortunately, I did not. <laughs> and then Foley comes home and there's cat shit on your feet and, <laughs> and there's vomit all on your chest and you can't get up. And Foley just opens the door, looks in, closes the door, leaves. This, this looks like a <laughs> oh like boy a, like oh man hey, so that's all you guys were up to this weekend no this is this is the part where i sh- i want you to talk about some of your things so it's not just me monologuing and then yeah. you're monologuing what do you you guys tell really, me what is bloodline what bloodline is, first star wars book it good this oh, is the one i was about to talk about yeah, if, yeah. i finished it if you want to borrow the hard copy you can mm. uh it consists uh, continu- this is the Star Wars uh, I've talked about this the third week in a row I've talked about this this is the Star Wars expanded universe book about Princess Leia mm-hmm. and about how she became went from being a senator to being like a rebel you know resistance leader in the new movie and it actually stuck the landing it's it's actually yeah. pretty good even though they could have done without the like the last paragraph because 
there's a reason why Star Wars movies don't have dialogue. Like the last five minutes of every Star Wars movie is just like Doesn't quiet, have like a little. Yeah, and this one kind of ends with. That's a good point. And that was why we that. had a Star Wars. <laughs> and that's like if the real Star Wars was within <laughs> all along. If the worst thing I complained about is like the last paragraph is a little bit too much and that was why we called our book star wars bloodline <laughs> like that where it's like yeah. oh, okay guys but no it was it's actually it's got some cool characters and it's, mm-hmm. it's a good book yeah and i'm just someone it. who's never really enjoyed the star wars in the expanded universe before does she have an affair with admiral akbar <sighs> admiral akbar does show in the last act oh man yeah i know it's <laughs> to the he? end but do they make out fish i'm just a big <laughs> Fish. Mm. Just picturing this big fish penis would just be kind of like. He has gorgeous eyes. <laughs> They're enormous. It is. It glossy. is glossy. I that, can see myself in them. It is mentioned that uh, calamari, his race, do age like people, so he old fish now. <laughs> old. I don't know why the phrase old, old fish. fish. Just old fish. Made me laugh. So she's like at the end. She does like I gotta talk to my. Maybe he'll come out of retirement and become an old fish general for me. Old fish general. Oh, so Star Wars Bloodline was good. Um, Last night I watched Hail Caesar. Mm -hmm. It's boring as shit. I've heard that from a lot of people that it's not as action-packed as the trailer may Like It's Coen Brothers. They could either be really on or really... It's not terrible. I was trying to articulate this morning to myself in the shower why I thought it was kind of boring. (laughs) I like the word articulate because I was talking out loud. I was was doing power poses in the shower. (laughs) I had the bathroom mirror. And I'm like, eh, eh, Bill, oh. How do I feel? Chin on hand. Balls hanging low in front of the mirror. No, what, uh, what, what, what were you feeling? It's, it's a zany madcap 1940s movie about movies, except the main star is Josh Brolin, who is like, it's supposed to be a madcap movie, but it's kind like of a snooze fest. It's kind. Of, it's like if you have a Muppet movie, and if your main character is Sam the Eagle, <laughs> yeah, which yeah. Is not you could probably make a good movie with yeah. Sam the Eagle being the main. But it's not like if you come for a zany Muppet movie, but the yeah. main character who's like ninety five percent of the screen time is just Sam the Eagle, just kind of. <laughs> you know, it's not the most. So it's, it's fucking Josh Brolin who was in No Country for Old Men and right. The Goonies. Everyone forgets he plays the older brother in The Goonies. You know, that was like thirty years ago. Uh, he, you don't. Yeah, he plays the super devout Catholic guy who uh-huh. goes to confession every twenty four hours. Uh-huh. To the point, even his priest is like, "You're not that bad. You don't have to keep on coming here every twenty four hours. All you do is like, all you're worried about is like smoking too much and and not being home in time for your wife's din- you know TV dinners." Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he's a fixer for a big Hollywood studio. It's like nineteen fifty one. And so it's just an excuse to have a bunch of little. You, pretty much the whole movie is what you see in the trailer. It's Gay Channing Tatum singing and dancing as a sailor. Uh-huh. It's Scarlett Johansson as a fish lady uh-huh. singing and dancing in the fish lady water. She is the Admiral Akbar of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> the young Admiral Akbar, though. Young fish. I noticed, though. <laughs> she got some, she got some like, smile lines, and I was like, oh, man, that's old. She's- She's aging, oh, huh? I said, oh, she's a human person. Like, she oldfish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Bill. No, I was cutting off your joke because that was rude of me. <laughs> no, but she likes it. So she's like an Ethel. Is it Ethel Merman was the water yeah, lady? She's like so. one of those ladies, but like she pregnant now. And so uh, they're trying to like it suddenly becomes what's his face's job to like uh, cover up the pregnancy. So mm-hmm. they don't want to tarnish her. Uh, reputation for being this innocent like fish lady swimmer uh-huh. but turns out the joke is that she's a hard drinking hard fucking hey what are you doing here I hate you, I don't you know she's like New Yorker it kind of was 
in Singing in the Rain. Mm-hmm. The lady who's supposed to be and the... And I can't yeah. stand it! It's like that! Nina Lockwood. And Scarlett Johansson's fucking great. But she, again, she's only in the movie for like two scenes. Mm-hmm. Canning Tatum is in the movie of only for like two scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not bad. It's just kind of like... If you want to go check it out, do it when you're sick and you're not half paying attention to the TV and you just want some funny noise in the background. Yeah. But it's not like... Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not terrible. It's not that great. Uh, and then I saw someone dope. Have you ever heard about Nope? I heard it's supposed to be good. And that's it's a movie about black nerds. Which is funny because I thought it was a period movie because all the trailers, all the characters, it's about these three kids, like growing up in South Central LA, and they're all, they're black and they kind of look like they look like they're in the 1980s because the main character he has like this big fucking kid and play haircut and shit mm-hmm. like that. So I thought it was like a period piece about them. No, it's these kids trying to bring back 80s and 90s rap. And oh. so they're kind of like teased and made fun of by everyone okay. else they, they they hang out with because like they're essentially nerds for old, like old school yeah. rap stuff. Yeah. And old I've school. only seen the first half. It's on Netflix. It's just called Dope. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's cute from the first half I saw so far. Nice. So it's a uh, main cool guy with a big flat top uh-huh. haircut. There's the kid from the Grand Budapest Hotel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, who's yeah. and a uh, cute lesbian lady who hangs like that. She's the third part of their trio, and she's kind of just kind of funny and. Too. That's the other thing I forgot. You got young Han Solo and Hail Caesar. <laughs> is yep. Arlen Ar- Emmerich or whatever? The yeah, fuck I can't remember. Are you are you excited then? He plays a singing cowboy, mm-hmm. but he you can totally see, watch that movie and mm-hmm. see him. He is to- you can totally see why like they got him as the young Han Solo because yeah. even though he's playing this goofy cartoony singing cowboy kid, he's got like he, he got, he got some chops. He got a little yeah. bit. You can totally see because it's funny because he's playing a cowboy. He's like rooting, tooting, shooting, doing mm-hmm. like lasso tricks and stuff like that. But he's got like even when he swaggers and stuff, even though he's like pretending to be like a stupid fifties cowboy, you kind of see like oh yeah, well I mean that's kind of like part of the Han Solo character yeah. a little bit too. Yeah. Even though like in yeah. the Coen Brothers movie, it's played as a joke. But I'm just that's he's Bill's excited. <laughs> Look at his little twinkly little eyes. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> he's not. Yeah, you can. Yeah, even as like a little bit like a lot of people are complaining, he doesn't look like enough like little young Harrison Ford, but he's got like the pouty lips and everything. He's kind of like you can kind of see it. I'm just saying. How's his butt? This is like, <laughs> I didn't Thank notice. you for asking you the don't, question. You don't come to Harrison Ford. <laughs> Harrison Ford got canned ham ass. Uh-huh. You're not really worried about. Oh man, did you hear the news about Daniel Craig? We'll talk about this. In the- <laughs> <laughs> There's news about that. My ham is going away. <laughs> oh my butt. Oh. Oh. Okay. I All love. Right. I love that I both want to fuck Rachel Weiss and is so envious of Rachel Weiss. At the same. I, don't, I, I, I want to be here. She gets to look here. at that butt every morning. <laughs> I love that he's got the better butt of them too. Like, they are still dating, right? Or married? They're or whatever. married as are far as married? I know, Bill. Man, yeah. They have cool little kids. I think they do have kids. Actually. Or wow. Just they've been married for a I while. Just imagine yeah. like the top half is like. To me? <laughs> I just picture like Daniel Craig with like Rachel Weiss's flowing brown hair. Kind of, hmm. but like the pouty, like Daniel Craig lips, but like Daniel Wig. Oh, you can... <laughs> <laughs> you can Photoshop the ugliest possible children from those two Why if you wanted to. Craig, yeah, I can't, I can't do anything fun with oh that. Oh my god, I didn't do anything else this weekend. What else did I do? We, we we rented last night. We rented oh Tale of Tales. What the hell is that? Um, it's a Italian movie uh, mm-hmm. that's based on Italian um, fairy tales from the seventeenth century. Yeah, yeah. Is this a recent thing? Uh, it's 2015. Still, it's still okay. in theaters in Portland. Like, is it the Hollywood? We actually wanted to go at the Hollywood, but we just missed the showing. So yeah. we were like, well, let's just stay home and rent a movie. And there it was on Amazon Prime. This is meant to be. 
But uh, yeah, it was just interesting because you don't see many. I mean, it's like a fairy tale movie for adults, mm-hmm. and that it's kind of like it's. I'm not familiar with these fairy tales, but it feels pretty authentic. Like weird dramatic fairy tales and shit. It's they're, Italian, they're, hence when I said it's 17th century mm-hmm. Italian. Well, it's also, it's like talking puppets and shit. It's like Pinocchio. there are puppets in it. What is nice is that the author or the director likes to do a lot of shit in camera. Yeah. So there's oh, an ogre, okay. which is a dude in a suit, and at, that, at one point there's like a bat creature, which is a dude in a suit. And, yeah. like, there's a giant flea at one point, and it's a fucking poor, tiny woman in a giant like flea suit. A really attractive woman in so a flea Foley suit. So, was like, Foley's like, I don't need to have these feelings for fleas. <laughs> they're watching behind-the-scenes yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, uh, like, so um, is it a bunch of, like, little fables? It's, uh, uh, they're kind of, like, interconnected fairy tales yes, about they, three kingdoms. Yeah, they made them take place in the same in the same world, and it's Selma Hayek. Um, mm-hmm. who's gorgeous. She the costuming is really uh, good. Okay. It's worth watching for the costume. Selma Hayek, John She's... C. John C. Riley. So it's yeah. English language. Yes, it is. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then um uh Vincent Castle, who um is a well known French actor who's been in like a ton of shit. He didn't do the brown bunny, did he? He did Vincent Castle. He used to be married to Monica Bellucci. Yeah, he's like he's the French guy. He's, he was in a uh, he was in the Oceans movie. That, oh, guy. that guy! He's got a face. Yeah, yeah he has. Oh a cool face. shit, that guy! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Brotherhood of the Wolf. And, yeah, like, all kinds of shit. Oh, he's in Black Swan. Oh, he must yeah. have been the yeah. The, he the was the ballet instructor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. He's got um, a very distinctive face. He does. Yeah, yeah he married Italian. Yeah, I think th- I think they divorced. Recently. Monica Bellucci is not in this film though. No, no it's no. weird because Samuel Hayek is kind of like the Latino Monica Bellucci. Oh, they're kind of the same Pokemon type. They're both they look the same. No, but no, no, like, no, I can see what he's. I can see what he's talking older about. Older former models, braven hair, kind of like. I don't think he's. I don't think he's being. I don't, Bill, I don't think you're being. A dick, Rachel Weisz really is the see. American Monica Bellucci <laughs> slash Selma She's Hyatt. British. <laughs> oh wait, shit. She's she a really British Monica Bellucci. There you go. Just uh, like Kimmy Schmidt is <laughs> what the American. Uh huh. Well, who's the ra- who's who's Gim Adderton? No. Not even Alright, so, um, anyway, uh, yeah, anyway, so what the hell is this called? Wait, I'm gonna put Tale this in the show Tales. notes. Tale of Tales. I, it's in my show notes. Oh, okay. Um, it, yeah, it was just really interesting because it was just, it's kind of cool just to see, like, fucking fairy tale logic in a, in a movie. Yeah. We're just like, yeah, there's, like, these two dudes who are, like, we're born at the same, on the same day, essentially, from, of myth, the same mythical origin, and uh, they have to be separated, and he's like, hold on a second, drags into a tree, stabs it in the root end of spring, starts flowing from the root and he's like yeah uh when this water flows free i'm okay if this water is all murky i'm murky and if it goes dry i'm dead oh wow and then okay. bounces and it's just like that kind of to have it's like yeah 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 it's, it's like the rose it, and the beast yes exactly. it's like if you eat this you eat me and my head disappears <laughs> wow so don't eat this rose <laughs> like Bill's beauty nom 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 uh <laughs> weird so you know it feels like Beast's first warning to her is like you know I'm used to be sexually serviced by a clock right oh my god I liked your first joke more <laughs> that's like, that's like, that's... Um, is it, it felt like it felt like the fall yeah, it was kind of like the. It, that was the movie that but it was I still need me to watch that. In that it was a modern day fairy tale for adults sort of thing. Yeah. But what was nice is that whereas The Fall was an improvised movie. And so it was like, you know, they just kind of riffed. The story's just, yeah, kind of a, you know. This was, I mean, it's all, they're inter, like, um, kind of interconnected fairy tales. Do you guys actually have a good time watching it? Or is it just oh, yeah. pretty? It's one of those things where, like, you can enjoy a movie just aesthetically, but you're not necessarily like, that was a good movie. I, but I think because, I because, because uh, none of the three stories, like, I'd never heard those fairy tales before. Yeah, so oh, I geez, that's nice. The whole yeah. time we were like, what the fuck is going to happen? Absolutely no idea about what's going to happen or how they're going to weave it together. Yeah. Super, super messed up in the way that, like, 
old fairy tales are where where the mistakes that are made are normally huge and yeah. costly and yeah. Yeah. brutal yeah um which is really fascinating and then yeah on top of that the the suspense of like not knowing what's going to happen yeah on top of that you have gorgeous costuming you have the fact that they shot at like 15 or 16 they shot in italy and naples and like if you see it for the most part if you see it that it's sounds real. gorgeous as shit yeah like actual and castles and shit like actual yeah. castles and shit there's uh, this one section like this beautiful. one impossibly beautiful castle yeah, that, that she's like nice. sitting there and it, they use it as the cover of the um uh the poster they use it as the the poster okay. image um and it's this white room that's like all car i can't tell if it's carved out of stone yeah. or if it's carved out of wood and then just all painted white i can't fucking tell super super intricate and then you have this crazy chair and selma hayek sitting there just a locations they got are crazy do they have the same cast in each story no uh, no but those but they are you have to you should watch it yeah like, no that sounds really interesting the, yeah. it is it is three kingdoms yeah set together and then it was neat because they use different costuming um different uh costuming conventions for each kingdom okay which was cool which mm-hmm. uh, which is something that like like one kingdom feels very spanish one kingdom feels very french one kingdom either feels very like possibly italianite or something like that so oh, okay. it's 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 really where did you say this was on it? itunes or netflix Amazon, we watched well, on, we just rented it that's right because you guys are out of the itunes thing yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah it was like it was an enjoyable movie it was like it, was, it just kind of needed a fairy tale mm-hmm. it felt it was really good i'm yeah. glad that you threw down for that yeah. it is a little rewarded. hard to recommend to like you have yeah. to know going in, it gonna be fucked up it's yeah, yeah it's just kind of a weird fucked up fairy tale and it's not like anything more than that really you and know with hot fleas Hot. hot. Well, she's inside. Inside the flea is hot. <laughs> it was seriously disturbing. Like this, this, this really awesome puppet is like broken half, and then this tiny, gorgeous Italian woman is climbing into it <laughs> with like a headlamp and stuff like that. And I was like, I didn't need this. Yeah. <laughs> I did not you fucking. Did, you need don't this. want. You didn't need a sexual awakening. Well, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and it closes up, and I'm like, I know what's in there. Uh, but we we, 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 we enjoyed enjoy that, man. Uh, what? Go ahead, Bill. I'm just, yeah. I watched Utopia again. Too. Yeah. That was a good movie. Yeah. That was a good movie. Mm-hmm. I got the art book just because I know I've yeah. been watching it. I really enjoyed too. the art book. The art book is, like, really nice. I mean, I guess I'm talking about the art book now, too, but, the, like, the fact that they have, uh, uh, artwork for all the, like the like just the stores and labels. And yeah, stuff see that's like, the thing. A lot of times when you get like a the world book building stuff. and it's mostly location stuff, you're always like meh. Or excuse me, I am because that's not my primary thing. I like character and yeah. world building. But that book is just literally all world building. It's like talking about car design and yeah. what that means for different animals, yeah. showing the different signage. And because and stuff. they were so, so worried about the world building, about yeah. just the city of Zootopia. There's actually a lot of stuff in there. Again, you don't even see in the movie because it's yeah. stuff like, well, if we had fleshed out like this district, like the Savannah yeah. district more, you would have yeah. seen this. Yeah. There's, in fact, actually, I wouldn't be surprised if you see half of that stuff. If they announce a sequel, when half they that stuff a will sequel. probably show. Let's be honest. Yeah, they made too much money. I don't know what would you make it about. Would you, like, like it's for Zootopia, anything? Yeah, it, you it's could, like, you it's could just do a... like a Twenty One Jump Street thing with Nick and and uh, Judy. Well, it still have to be Nick and Judy, but would it be like Nick, like maybe I mean, his family finds world. out that he's a cop now, so it's kind of like yeah. uh, you could do know. any. I mean, I feel like you wouldn't even necessarily have to have it have them being their protagonist. Well, but you'd Zootop- kind of expect it though. Zootopia SVU. Oh no! <laughs> well, I did. Like, after Zootopia, I did want a television like, show that was about a yeah. police procedural set in Zootopia, real bad. It doesn't have to be special victims. <laughs> Bill, is this is this how you felt when I when we talked about The Last of Us, and you're like, it doesn't have to be about Ellie, and I'm sitting here going, it doesn't have to be about. Well, Judy. for most like like kids animated films, you expect the sequel sure. to be about the main character. Oh sure. Oh, Whereas yeah. with other stuff, you can expect. Yeah. It, well, it's it's more about. I mean, it's called Zootopia. It's, it's about. It's yeah. not about those characters. It's about Chief Bogo retiring. <laughs> and moving to the coast oh, and God. having uh, wearing sweaters 
And, and, and you you're saying see, this for me. I am. <laughs> yeah, I am. And you just go through Look, gruff voice. It, it just always been in the news enough lately, like just seeing that mm, movie again with Bogo. Mm, just like, they did a good job capturing the elbow. Oh, he, elbow just like, there's an interview where he goes, he doesn't look anything like me. And you're like, <laughs> Not yeah, the barrel chest and the whole like, all them like, monkey animals. The physicality of that character uh, is very cute. We went to uh, here in Portland. Uh, there's a little show every year called Linework Northwest, which is a comics and illustration show at Norse Hall, uh, and it's a fun little show. We we hit it up yesterday. I like it because I like getting comics convention where you can really get a good eyeball at it about thirty minutes and then go exactly on a walk. yeah. So uh, yeah, we swung by. Well, it and, takes uh, place like in a, like essentially like a high school gymnasium, right? It's a, I know it's, it's a not. Hall. It's the Norse Hall, but yeah. yeah, it's a dance hall. But like, there's even a stage because I like Dylan, Dylan was up on the stage. She was yeah. like, yeah, she realized like, when it was, she was here on Friday, she was looking to see like where she was at in the hall. She's like, oh man, I'm up on the stage, which isn't necessarily bad, but like people yeah. have to climb up on stage to go check out her stuff. Well, yeah. in the way, it's like you get the it's kind of the best real estate in that people can see you. Well, that's from, what I said. Like you know. your yeah, your banner's going to be seen by everybody, yeah. but the same you have to kind of go out of your way to go up. There. I don't know what you it's know. also like the I mean, it is a school gymna- high school gymnasium it's yeah. not saying going out of your way doesn't really mean much yeah it's not like you're in another really hall tiny little show yeah. which i do like about it a good time and uh, yeah i saw i saw i found some new artists that i really got excited about do you and very care quickly about spent money and... who's the guy who did box office poison no alex robinson oh yeah he just moved to portland i know you're there. a big fan of him yeah he's does star wars minute which is one of my favorite podcasts too he does star wars minute yeah he and, he and another friend huh. from new york yeah I have no idea is the best i like him a box office well, i know poison you was really good. love box find office something poison. new or interesting did you go too fully i went <laughs> not super impressed no it was fine i got i got a really <laughs> amazing t-shirt um just, you sat in the parking lot waiting for Andy to come back i i thought about it but no i went in um we ran into charlie chu yeah and his ch- oh, that makes sense child that. he's um, one of the editors from Oni press mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and his lovely wife. A kid yeah. and a wife oliver <laughs> yes he's I'm always, these I'm, for a while. I'm, he has achieved he has to understand societal norms i'm 40 years old but mentally i'm still 20 and i'm always uh-huh. impressed when anyone i know has like a responsibility like a wife kid own a house like you guys uh-huh. i'm always like oh my god he has a child like yeah yeah, yeah. charlie has a child so um junior um <laughs> so i got a t-shirt that is a black t-shirt that has uh an amazing uh really nicely screen printed really yeah. nicely screen printed uh, kitty across it and and I just bought it because at work we have Cat Shirt Friday. Yeah, mm-hmm. I work in a warehouse. We do lots yeah, of so, set do stuff like that. So that, yeah. super weird. So we're just like, okay, we Cat Shirt Friday. Um, and everybody wears Cat Shirts. So I need a new one. I got it. And as I'm, it's packed up, the lady looks at the guy and goes, "Did you even tell her like what's great about that shirt?" And I was like, "It has a cat on it." <laughs> like, boom, yeah, what else do you need? Yeah, when you cross your arms. It looks like you're holding the kitty. <laughs> oh my god! Is it like a kitty on its back, like cradled it's a, up? Or it's a kitty. Like that? It's a kitty just kind of like t- <clears throat> hunkered down and like sleeping. Sleeping mm-hmm, face, yeah. real cute. And the tail kind of comes down. And then if you cross your arms, it looks like you're holding it. It's oh pretty, like, man, that's good because I'm crossing good. my arms at work a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. Like, yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, that's so good. Is like, that the highlight of the con? Then just getting pretty a good. Kitty? That and a mug that says coffee beer. Yeah, that's. That's all we need, really. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, uh, no, but it's a great, it's a great little show, and it's free, so it's worth taking the spin around. Yeah, because so. Annie, you volunteered for that in the past, right? Mm-hmm. You, they, they, then you got tired of their shit, and this year you're just like, well, oh, I will. Sh- I, I, this year they didn't even email the volunteers oh, yeah. or anything about it. So well, it's sure normally are popular enough that they don't have to worry about. Like, I don't know, yeah. Dylan. I don't, I don't know, but anyway, um, <laughs> Foley did her. I was like, hey, did you email me about volunteering? And Foley had her mind driving me. home. Fully had to remind me. She was like, "You fucker, you hated volunteering there because they asked me to do um, 
two like three hour shifts across two different days oh yeah it's non-mandatory or is mandatory which is kind of a weird thing yeah. and then on top of that it made me feel a billion years old because you know who volunteers at comic shows kids in their kids. late teens early 20s here's my well, i was about to say deviant art but that'd be tumblr these days <laughs> yeah it's it, i Instagram. felt a billion trillion years old I'm like so yes tell me about your college yeah plans. so we're driving home and it's just like it's like and i think i did a 10 minute rant to you, you about did. like <laughs> no, what the fuck like yeah. you hated that you felt like you felt like the helen mirren <laughs> of that fucking comic show and you also oh. got sat next to a dude on door duty oh, who told God, you yeah. about how like started being misogynistic with you. Yeah, I'm like, really yeah, you love doing. What do you say? He I can't just, remember, but it was very, a really very human female sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. He also was like talking about Batman and shit. I'm like, you know, you're at a line work show. Yeah, right? this is not but like this a, is not like. Was this a younger guy too? Or no, he was, if anything, my peer. So there uh, we go. Anyway, uh, man, I just watched The Princess Bride too. That's what Dylan and I we watched while hanging out the other day. Uh, Tale Tales also gave me Princess Bride feels. Mm-hmm. That's a good goddamn movie. It's been yeah. a while since I sat down to watch it. Yeah. Well, there's a big thing because like it was uh, Andre of the Giants would have been his 70th birthday this past. Oh, Oh, really? And but just he like, could have been on Grace and Frankie. Uh, it's funny because <laughs> what's Harrison Ford going to show up in that? Because he's yeah, older know, than right? any of the other characters on that show. Uh, but just like what well, you talking about the human females, I, I've done, I forgot like the main guy, well, not the main guy, but Vizini, the mm-hmm. the guy ends up dying during the poison contest. Mm-hmm. He's the Grand Nagus on Star Trek: New Space mm-hmm. Nine. And just like, yeah, just, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Which one of the guys watching? And I was like, oh man, that guy would have made a great Ferengi. And I was like, oh, shit, he, <laughs> he was did. a Ferengi. Yeah, <laughs> he was the Ferengi, yeah. my friend, super Ferengi. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. No, the uh. Uh, uh, the funny thing about the Princess Bride, and it's hard to go back and watch it, is that I remember watching it and thinking how mature all those characters are, and now I watch them. Like, like, you're, all you've babies. outstripped them. Yeah. Well, especially when you're, I'm 10 years older than you. Yeah. Which is funny. I could actually hear you talk about all this stuff about when you're just like, when you turn 30, like, that, that's when, like, you kind of, like, realize how older you are than everyone else. Uh-huh. And, like, yeah, now I'm, like, even 10 years, like, I, like, you're, like, when you're 10 years ahead of, uh, across everyone else, you get, you just mm-hmm. get to see what everyone else went through because I went through that 10 years ago. When you really start feeling older, uh-huh. like, when you're 30, because you're 30. That's yeah. when she, you know, and it's just, yeah. Now, I'm like, man, 40. But thinking mentally, I'm 20. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> Monkey pants. I don't hey, know. I'm 35, almost 36. Yeah, you're I one the gray. Difference. I have one gray hair. Yeah, I have, I think, about seven more gray hairs than you do, no, my you friend. No, you got lots more than seven. Fuck. I was horrified this week. We're going to talk about this a little bit later. But I'm playing Uncharted 4. I beat mm-hmm. the game this week. Mm-hmm. And like cutscenes. So there's like a special one cutscene. I don't know. Where you get to see that, you know, Nathan Drake in the main part of the game has a little bit of, he's yeah. growing at the temples. And I was like, he's like I am. <laughs> and I looked and I was like, how old is Nathan Drake supposed to be? He's born in 1975. He's exactly my age. I'm like, oh yeah. Fuck, I have not found any lost cities. <laughs> I am not married to anyone as cool as Elena. Did you have the I felt like Julius Caesar at the statue of Alexander the Great moment? Yeah, I was so like, yeah. Oh. Where he looked up and we, that guy's got a dope profile. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. <laughs> Oh, boy. oh god! Hey, so that was my getting older moment this week. Yeah. <laughs> hey everybody, uh, we're gonna take a little break, and then we'll be back for the Geek Week in review. And then after that, we'll do a little Uncharted Four spoiler cast. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, okay. Y'all know this is part of our podcast. Well, Bill has noted news in the week that was, and I'm reading it off for the first time. Mm-hmm. 
China just gave $80 million to the guy who made Food Fight to make a movie about Tetris. The first of a trilogy, no this less. This news broke last Monday morning. It was great to watch it go. Everyone go, they're making a live action movie about Tetris. Uh-huh. It's going to be a live action trilogy about Tetris. And then they revealed that it was the guy who made, have you Have you guys seen, like, you guys know about Food Fight, I right? know of Food Fight. I've never actually Yeah, how many it. people have actually sat down to watch Food Fight? Mm-hmm. Foley, do you know about Food Fight? Mm. It's this terrible... I was laughing at the fact that you put Geek Week, Geek Week in re- review Frankie McDonald. Wait, did I? Yes. We <laughs> <laughs> were talking about Frankie McDonald! Oh yeah, I did! <laughs> okay, that's not a bullet point, Andy, this buddy. is the week where you have to read all the news like, Frankie McDonald! <laughs> Everybody! China's getting $80 million! Frankie, okay. Frankie McDonald being a very sweet newscaster on YouTube. Uh, weather uh, forecaster, yeah. I should say. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Food Fight is this terrible, like, homemade, it looks like, CGI movie about Charlie Sheen is this dog who lives... Oh, I forgot that it's Charlie Sheen. It's Charlie Sheen and okay. a bunch of other, like, C-list celebrities. Like, you wonder how they even wrestled them in this movie. Uh, it's... Everybody's got a water bill, Bill. Charlie <laughs> Sheen is this dog who lives in a, uh, a grocery store. Okay. And he lives with all these other characters from all these food brands. Okay. And they all, uh, the, the the grocery store gets invaded by uh, this generic food brand, which threatens to usurp the sovereign power of, like, Twinkie the Kid. Oh, I was going to ask, for the actual brands? Like, they're not fake it's brands? It's a mix, which people have pointed <laughs> out. It's funny because... Uh, Is so it clearly, whole... like, placeholder for brands that didn't sign off? Yeah, so <laughs> the genesis of this movie was this the, the super, like, cynical fucking Hollywood producer. Not even going to say Hollywood, because he's, like, wannabe Hollywood yeah. producer. was like, you know what? I think we can make a movie that we could target to kids that is all we're, we're, like essentially we'll do for we'll, it's essentially going to be CGI Roger Rabbit, but instead of cartoon stars, it'll be uh like all the the, the characters. It'll be like Uncle Ben's rice. It'll be Aunt Jemima. It'll okay. be Twinkie the Kid. It'll that won't be... be even like marginally racist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so it turns out he could only get a fraction of those characters, uh-huh. of those companies, to sign on to this movie. So it's kind of a mix of like Aunt Jemima and, and some of the characters mixed uh-huh. with like. Like, I guess they couldn't get Count Chocula, so there's this, like, the like really fake, kind of, like, chocolate fat guy who's supposed to be Cho- uh, Count Chocula, oh, but it's kind of making fun of Count, because, like, they're almost, like, pissed off that, like, yeah. General Mills wouldn't let Ch- Count Chocula be in there, so it's instead it's, like, this chocolate fat who's, like, who's, like, this fast retard. It's just, like, the weirdest fucking thing. Ooh. Um, like, no, you have to see, like, the the, the movie kind of, it's, no, no, it's no, no, that no. kind of gruesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you guys don't like me, but it's the kind of movie that would call someone, like, a re- like, you know, it's, don't, that yeah, that language. Just, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but it's that kind of ugly, also, also like, produced, like, well, it's it someone's Charlie basement. Sheen in but, it. yeah, they managed to get Charlie Sheen to play, like, this, he's Dex Dog Detective? Oh, which, granted, he's not, like, a known food brand, but he's, like, this investigator who, like, solves crimes on behalf of like the known food brand. Oh I mean, God! I mean, Charlie Sheen lives in a grocery store. Yeah. It's a documentary. It does just eat dog biscuits. It's a, it's a documentary. <laughs> oh my God! Charlie Sheen. So food fight. It's a hell of a thing. If if huh. you check out the nostalgia oh critic video about food fight, that's all I really need need. Uh, need you don't to know need to watch it. Fight. You just need to watch this weird. But this movie was like in development mm. for ten years, and supposedly it cost like forty million dollars. It looks like it was made for two million dollars yeah. by like a crazy person. Oh and this the guy supposedly got eighty million dollars in financing from some random Chinese company to make three live action movies.
movies Sorry. about they said like it's supposed to be a suspense thriller uh-huh. about Tetris. Tetris. You know what breaks my heart? The story of Tetris is actually really interesting. That's what people point out. You could actually make a movie about uh, Alexei Pet- uh, Petronov. What uh, uh, I can't remember his oh, name. God, what's his actual? We have the development what? of Tetris in the USSR yeah. and like sneaking it out you and all this shit. You could make a cheap, great movie about that. Yeah, and that would be way better than like this like shared universe. But actually, I'll have yeah. to tell you about it. Look, find an article about it and read it to you after this because it's actually a really interesting story. Yeah, it was. It was uh, Tetris was invented by this guy. who was a Russian programmer for the Russian government who uh, just in his spare time while working at the Russian computer programming mm-hmm. office just kind of like invented Tetris on this like really crappy little machine and he realized he was like oh this actually seems like a fun idea so he had to go outside of uh like he knew he couldn't turn this into a game by himself that would make him money if he worked with the, 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 he, the Russian government so he, he had to go he knew that Russia meant no fun yeah the Tetris mm-hmm. they, they, they're, they're like the Klingons in Star Trek 6 they hate fun so that's when he was like Klingons Nintendo help this me Annie. Hey, did you know that a bunch of drunk dudes snuck onto the Millennium Falcon and took selfies? That sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, they have it landed in Ireland. Exactly, yeah. So, <laughs> so that's yeah. actually a good I point. mean, it's like... It's parked next to the Guinness factory. It's parked next to the Guinness factory. <laughs> that's right. Fucking... They just put a little metal fence around it. You can still see the top of it. Yeah. It's not like a big surprise. It's not that... Sh- that's not that... Sh- that's just Alexei Pagetnov. That's the guy who made it. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, he's got a little drive extra. But, uh, but so what happened was... Uh, a bunch of drunk guys. Actually, this is in the set in the UK, uh, yeah. because they built a fake part of Ireland in in the UK set. Because they actually did build part of the Millennium Falcon in Ireland that is standing right wait, now. Wait, wait, so they filming. snuck onto the set? Yeah, they actually Ooh. snuck onto. And this wow. is the actual official set set in the middle of the UK. This is where they have wow. all of, like the actual sets. And uh, yeah, so somebody getting fired. Yeah, there's a Seriously. security guard out there who saw, must have seen these set, leaked set pictures. Going, oh shit! Because yeah. these guys are not just like hanging out; they're like climbing on top of the Millennium nope. Falcon. Oh, shit. They're all like all over, and they're like they, they like the the like the landing ramp is extended. Aww. They're all hanging out the bottom. They're not like fucking it up. Yeah. But it's three guys like climbing up all over the thing, not they're just not, like they're not fucking it up, but they probably peed on it. <laughs> and I'm sure they probably wrenched a couple pieces off yeah. there and say, "Hey, yeah, I stole a piece of Millennium Falcon." Yeah. Or something. Like, they definitely peed on it. Yeah, <laughs> or you know, jerked off in the fucking I hope captain's you. seat. Bill, yeah. if you were in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon, would you not pleasure yourself to completion? I would totally use Chewbacca's toilet. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, so Sexually. like it was just Sexually. Different. That's a, that's a, yeah. That's a so it's just okay. an intro gallery that came out of, yeah, just like three random guys just like, oh, A lady with the Chewbacca mask blew up the internet. You guys see that? No. Oh, really? It was like one of the big memes that came out this week. Bill, I don't. Do you really think? I, I don't. <laughs> I'm not on the meme loop, Bill. No, it's fine. So this is lady. She was super happy. She's just in her parked car. An older lady. She's like around our age. She's like in her 30s or something. A little chubby lady. And she's very happy because she just like came out of Target and she just bought a new Chewbacca mask. Uh-huh. And this is a plastic Chewbacca mask that you fit on your face. That, like, it connects to your jaw, so whenever you open your mouth, it, like, its plastic jaw opens and makes Chewbacca sounds. Okay. And so it just hurt her car. Like, she's talking about how excited she's been saving up for, like, this mask, and she's so excited to get it. She's, like, so happy to finally find this Chewbacca mask. She puts it on, and she, like, you know, it starts making the sounds as she talks, and it's just fucking hilarious, and she's just laughing at herself, and she's having such a good time with the <laughs> Chewbacca mask. It's charming as shit. Aww. And that just blew up all over the internet. Peter Mayhew, who the guy who played Chewbacca... Uh, he just happened to see it, like, this week was also his birthday, so he was like, this is the best birthday gift I could have gotten. Aww. And so she just blew up all over the, it was That's a very, cute. Cute. In, the, in, the, in the nerd blogosphere, yeah, or whatever yeah. the fucking, of the yeah. internet. But it was just kind of, 
of a cute thing where I'm it's always, kind of a nice antidote to the poisonous parts yeah. of nerd culture where it's yeah. just yeah. yeah. I'm always tentative to be like, hmm, is it like a sexy Chewbacca mask? <laughs> no, I wish. <laughs> or is yeah. it like somebody being mean to somebody? Yeah, no, this actually has like, a nice. Yeah, Grant, I'm sure sweet. there's some nerds out there complaining. She doesn't deserve that mask. Or they what? don't. They don't. They don't get to be called nerds. They just get to be called assholes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's the other thing that happened. You guys hear about the Ghostbusters James Rolfe angry video game nerd thing this week where he put out a shit. What? Where he said that he boycotted or whatever. He just said he wasn't going to do a review of it, well, and good so everyone fucking, freaked. Good the, job. Good yeah, job, that, and that's all great. Which I I'm a fan of the angry video game nerd. Uh. It's not like he he's gone out of ways to say he's not like avoiding it because he's sexy. He just thinks the movie looks bad. But <laughs> as opposed to the Ghostbusters movies, which is yeah. Ghostbusters one is great. Ghostbusters two is terrible. There's no that there's, they did put out a couple new trailers for that. This the the second of the new, two new trailers they put out was excellent. That, that trailers bad. are trailers are a very very difficult art, and yeah. I think that especially if you have a I feel like especially if you have an IP or you have something that you're trying to. Do uh, damage control is the wrong word, but you yeah. can you can try to tailor that trailer so that you're trying to like reach a specific type of audience. We actually experienced that when we were looking at the the cuts of the trailers for Tale of Tales. Mm-hmm. Is like the one that I first saw. I was like, yes, this this is cool. This is it was very much selling it like the art film that it actually is. Yeah. And then Annie found the one that's on Amazon is totally selling it as some sort oh, of like, like weird like ad- adventure, adventure sort of thing. Adventure <laughs> yeah. story. Thing, like, and I'm like, no. Well, that's kind of the funny thing watching Hail Caesar this week is like you go back and watch some of the trailers. For, well, there's only like two trailers for Hail Caesar, but they mm-hmm. make it seem like a really wacky right. romp. And you're watching the movie, and it's mostly about this super sad Catholic man. It's Sam the Eagle. Right. They're positioning as the wackiest Muppet movie ever, yeah. but it's mostly Sam the Eagle at mass. So who knows? Yeah. yeah. So I feel like I yeah. feel like I feel like judging something. Uh, it is. I like a well-cut trailer. Yeah. I am fond of watching trailers in order to get a feel for a film, but it's also super fucking easy to cut something out of the best well, parts yeah, exactly, of the movie yeah. or the, you know, and just try to gear it towards something different. And it's like, you never know. You never know what's going to happen. Have you seen that the social, they've already, they've already started putting the new Ghostbusters toys out there. Mm-hmm. So people have already done like little animated gifts of like the new Ghostbusters toys beating up, like destroying, okay. like, like, like you have Kate McKinnon suddenly like fighting like the old Peter Venkman toys and suddenly makes, he just suddenly vanishes like, I've destroyed, I've just successfully destroyed the old Ghostbusters. Yay, feminist Ghostbusters. You know, Aww. they're doing it as a joke and stuff like that. Yeah. So. But yeah, I've seen some other people like actually like you could get like I want to keep McKinnon and I can figure so bad. I don't even have to see the movie. I just want that. She looks cool as hell. Yeah, just as a fashion thing. Anyway, so what's that? What the hell were we talking about? Anything but Ghostbusters. Yeah. There was a new brief teaser for Ryan Fuller's Star Trek TV show debuting in January. Speaking of teaser, did you see that photo? No. Yeah. But Ryan Fuller. Yeah. It's Kira naked body, and they pan over it, and I'm just like, at the end. She got a big Groucho Marx mustache That's on. Not, it's the nope, weirdest it's art ruined. film thing. It's so weird. No, uh, <laughs> it really is just like naked Kieran Reese. Star yes. Trek. Yes. Here comes the Star Trek. <laughs> wow, I did not mean to do that to the Star Wars theme song. I swear to God, <laughs> that was a total it's mistake. Patrick Stewart's car. Just like, like it was fun. That's the whole trailer. Star Trek. Star Trek. Swear and, to God, that was a mistake. That was super good. Wow, oh, that was not me trying to throw shade or anything. Foley, who's the hottest star? Trek lady. I'm gonna I, I, I'm gonna go Kira. Kira's pretty bad. Yeah, she's, she's, uh, I know a lot of people offer uh, alternate universe Kira Reese just because oh, she's in black leather the yeah. whole time. Yeah. yeah. Well, she. Mm, 
And she also tries to mac on herself. She, yeah, which is kind of right. funny, exactly, yeah. That wasn't bad. Canonically. Like, I know, and she's pretty brazen about it, too. Like, they don't even try to, like, yeah. Mean, yeah, she's like, she's no, like, this is a thing. You want to fuck? No. Wanna- uh, well, maybe later, if you still want to fuck, yeah. <laughs> God. But yeah, so it really is just it's just a brief CGI thing of like camera flying around a bunch of planets, just this sure. new crews, new villains, new heroes. Star Trek coming January twenty. Yeah. And just it's got kinda of like slightly sixties retro logo. Huh. And it's probably not the final logo or like right. it's not like announcing the final Brian title Fuller. this year. Or Brian like Fuller's that. done some fun stuff. But yeah, so that's which is funny, like like led me to looking up to see what the teaser promos for like uh, next generation Deep Space Nine look Why'd like. Why do that? <laughs> and they like they are like the, oh it's God. the logos are completely off and just oh. like it's which it's it yeah. Will it's Carolyn Devere not show up on it? Probably not. That's the thing though. So let's just leave now. Why not? <laughs> Why not is a very good question. Well, she's, that's what she's in Quebec doing fucking art movies. Yeah, yeah she is. It's really yeah, she's, yeah. It's Brian Fuller and Brian. It seems like his actors are I mean, kind of pretty loyal. I mean, there's no reason why she. I would be surprised. She if might. She, she might th- that's how you get me well, to watch a Star Trek. The two big rumors about this uh, show are it's either going to take place in between the uh, original series and the next generation, because there's an 80-year gap. You could do a whole bunch of stuff mm-hmm. about between mm-hmm. them. Or it's going to be an anthology show. It actually could be both, I guess. And especially if it's an anthology show, that means you need a shitload of extra... Ca- like, if you're going to change, be changing the cast every season, mm-hmm. man, I'm not guaranteed yeah. like you're going to have some uh, Brian Fuller people show up. Man, what if you have and fucking Mads Mikkelsen? Mikkelsen cast? That's what I'm saying! Mads Just Mikkelsen only Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen plays everyone, even the attractive women. <laughs> of course. Especially the Mads attractive Mads Mikkelsen's women. just the crummiest Klingon. He's yeah. just the most kind of like... No, he'd actually... He'd, uh... God, what would I do? He'd be a really good Cardassian. Yeah, he'd be really good. Fuck. He's got the right face for it. That's too. the thing. Start fan casting the shit. Like, I don't even start thinking about this until they actually do have a name and a cast and everything. Yeah, like that. yeah. you can see like Ilka maybe in the. F- I, don't, I don't know. We'll see. Pat Oswald is like a Ferengi. That'd be good. <laughs> well, that's him. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I did like his cop name. Oh, I'm God. assuming he shows up again in Maria Bamford, but in the first episode where I saw him, his name is for some reason Lamour. Yeah, because he even jokes about he's supposed to be like the he's supposed to be the love interest for Maria Bamford. Well, he auditioned. He's like I that's what it is. It's, yeah. Uh, there's also a new Star Trek Beyond trailer. Pew pew, quotes Bill. Did you see this? The, oh, I haven't seen the new one. Well, oh. we could pause recording and just kind of watch it now. Uh, it's it's uh, much better. Again, we're talking about the trailers, but it's a best. It looks fun. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I enjoyed saw, those Star I, Trek I, movies. I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the hell out of them. I, I think it looks I cute. really like I really like Chris Pine's Kirk. Yeah, we watched... He's got a different haircut now. He's a little shaggier. Yeah, kind of looks more eighties. Actually, I actually like everyone that they picked for. Yeah, um, yeah like good, Zachary Quinto. The casting is like the best part of it's those so films. Good. I fucking love what's his butt is bones or not bones. Uh, yeah, bones. Yeah, 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 yeah. bones. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. bones. Was it Keith Urban? Yeah, or his name yeah. Carl Urban. Carl Urban. Keith Urban is a, is a country music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> married to Nicole. No, Kidman. that's a good what? cast. I hopefully like they give, still give plenty of what's her stuff. Zoe. Boy, Zoe Deschanel. Boy, Zoe Deschanel would be a very different version of that. Love you, Hera. Everybody would be really mad about that. <laughs> so, it seems to be about the Enterprise crew. Like, the, the Enterprise gets fa- uh, fucked up, and the Enterprise crew ends up stranded on some alien planet where they have to struggle and escape. So, Who's it's not going to be a ship bound. It's well? Justin Lin, the guy who directed the last couple of Fast and Oh, that's right. That's yeah. the thing a lot of people are like, mm, Fast and the Furious, get out yeah. of my Star Trek. I'm like, God, like, who it's, like, that's yeah, not. That's like, actually pretty good for. For the Star Trek movies. Get out of my Star Trek and into my car. (laughs) (laughs) That works. That's good. I like it. Yeah. We'll 
we'll, we'll see. But yeah, yeah, it looked cute. And it's got Idris Elba. Yeah. 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 It's going to be good. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be fun. It's going to be he exactly plays what his, it needs to be. His villain's name is Crawl. His villain's name is... Annie Kisser. Watch him, watch him undress. <laughs> and speaking okay. of Idris Elba, Dark Tower set picks. Man, there is no way you could have gotten me excited about Dark Tower except with these leaked costume pictures. Uh-huh. Did they did they leak the scenes where his pants get blown off and he yeah. spends the rest of the book pantsless? You've read my erotic fan fiction. Actually, <laughs> I love the idea of writing fan fiction of Dark Tower knowing nothing about it except that <laughs> maybe... Idris Elba is an actor in it. <laughs> He's a cowboy. Uh-huh. Well, that's Are you going to see this when it comes yes. out? Like, yeah, um, it's got Catherine Winnick and Idris Elba. Who's Catherine Winnick? She plays Lagatha on Vikings. Oh, that's right. Yeah, well, we talked about that. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. That's all but I he need did to know. Like, I started reading the Dark Tower books when I was like fucking like eight years old. I've been reading these books for 30 years. It is great to they've, see. They've been out for 30 Oh, yeah, no, The Gunslinger. The, the first book came out, like, 1979, 1980. Yeah. yeah. My mom also read them from the start. I think she gave up the latter books. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, there's... The, the, the Dark Tower thing is one of the very first things Stephen King ever wrote. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he started writing that in, in college and huh. didn't get published until... Well, I mean, I think he went through a couple different versions, but, like, yeah, sure. that's one of the very first things he ever wrote. Oh, my gosh, is that his high school epic? Kind, this is kind of... That's... That actually explains a lot about the kind of <laughs> yeah, the crappiness that, of the Dark that Tower. That explains what it's little I've read of the Dark Tower. fan... Like, <laughs> nice, cowboy nice. fan fiction that just... Oh. But, yeah, no, so this is the first time I've actually got to see this character I've been reading about for 30 years in the flesh. How'd it feel? And it's funny to actually see a lot of people on the internet, you know, it's, I don't know, it's, a, it's a black guy playing this character who's specifically in the books as being a white, blue-eyed Clint yeah, Eastwood but, yeah. clone, yeah. and there are a lot of people going, "Oh, he that he actually looks badass." So I've, yeah. I've seen a couple of people going, "Hmm." <laughs> actually, at least as that character, who knows yeah. the quality of the rest of the film, but like yeah. he looks at least if you're gonna have a black guy play that character, he looks about as badass as you could expect. Yeah, yeah. Like, and the right, costuming is really yeah, it's good. Kind of like well, specifically like he's got like a red scarf, like they describe. Like his costume looks like what they describe. Like, and mm-hmm. he's got like a big sandalwood gun gripped guns and yeah, just as like a cutting a figure. That's what yeah. you want. This man, he gets fucked up in those. Oh, sh- I forgot. Oh shit, they're Phil's having do- total recall. <laughs> I might have to take a picture of him. <laughs> Man, enjoy this because he's not going to look as good. Yeah, I imagine. We're going to have to do some well, CGI Bill, to him later on. I about enjoy some... characters who look like they've gotten run through a patch of bad roads. So. Yeah, so. Anyway. So. Uh, and speaking of Star Trek, again, J.J. Abrams has supposedly convinced Paramount to drop its lawsuit against the Star Trek Axanar fan film. Yeah, so somebody had done a Kickstarter for a Star Trek fan film called Star Trek Axanar, which is supposed to be explaining some kind of, like, off-handed reference that Kirk makes in the original series about some kind of huge battle between, I think it's between the Romulans and the Federation back in the day. Mm -hmm. And so a bunch of fans just wanted to make a live-action film just about that battle that takes place 100 years, like, before, like, Kirk's time, or maybe it's, like, 50 years or something like that. And, of course, this is one of those things where everyone's been, because, like, there's been a ton of Star Trek fan films and everything out there. But everyone's been always kind of waiting for the hammer to drop from Paramount, kind of going, guys... We kind of own this. What are you doing? <laughs> right. What are you doing? Yeah. And I think some, I think in the past that uh, there's always been an agreement with fan films as long as they're not doing for profit. Yeah, as long as it's okay. not profit. And if they're not positioning it as like a Star Trek, like 
if they're not using the word Star Trek too much or anything like that. Yeah. That, it's it's been always like an uneasy hmm. truce yeah, between Yeah, kind of like how it used to be with Harry Potter. Yeah, kind of yeah. like. And I guess whatever, I think maybe just because their Kickstarter made so much money that like crossed the threshold mm. that Paramount came down and said, no, guys, you can't, you guys. Running a Kickstarter for a fan film is That's the other iffy. thing because. Even though the... I get it, you know, because it's not like it's free. Yeah. But it's also like. Exactly. Yeah. And it, like promotionally, it's, it can be yeah. confusing as to whether or not this is an actually endorsed thing. Yeah. You're using the Star Trek name all over everything. Yeah. Raising money based on someone else's property. And so of... this is one of those things where you can kind of see back and forth. What? Yeah. What? Intellectual property. No, that's only. It's because I'm talking to Bill. Yeah, (laughs) this is one of those things where I like, like I even I know I exist in a shady land. This is one of those things where I'm like, guys, you're surprised. I do think, I do think that, I do think that what you do is very different from like I'm just. For some reason, there's a gulf between here is a piece of art that I've made that's inspired, inspired off of a thing, and I am selling it. As opposed to I'm making a thing that kind of exists within a continuity of a thing, and you need to help me make. Because yeah, the way that they're positioning is actually here's more star trek they're not yeah. saying we're doing a transformative thing we're not yeah. we're not commenting on star trek it's not yeah. just fan art but we're just saying hey here's more of this thing that paramount won't make but we'll make it for you yeah that's, yeah. and that's we're weird. calling it star trek it's got all these copyrighted and they have a shitload of actors from the old from really yeah no it's it's got a bunch of people from deep space nine i think one of the main characters like tony todd who played hmm. older jake cisco in one of yeah. the episodes like it's it's got, like i think we're bought Maybe Robert Ricardo or something that's like that. So but, weird. So that's especially when you have Star Trek stars in it too. Yeah, I mean stars. You're talking they got about, like, really well, yeah, the guy no. who played like the the, the, but, the Tribble and yeah, they yeah. got really confused and they were like, wait, so is is Par- what Param what is this a Star Trek? I, mean, yeah, exactly. I can imagine. Yeah, when you get contacted by these guys running the Kickstarter, like, it are does you like, are sound you? like you're playing legal chicken at that you point? You really yeah. are. And this is like this is Paramount going Hong Kong, you're yeah, dead, motherfuckers. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But so JJ Abrams came out this. So there's a big fan events on i think it was friday where they unveiled the new star trek trailer oh man the two new posters for star trek beyond there's one where it's it's they're both kind of painted one is the enterprise like rocking off in this like Uh rainbow cloud sky thing looks really nice romantic it looks like what you want from a star trek poster the other one's a reference to the old uh uh motion picture poster. Anyway, but, um, so J.J. Abrams at this event came out and said, hey, I don't have anything to do with Star Trek Beyond. I just kind of showed up to show my support because, you know, even though I like Star Wars, I'm still, you know, Star Trek thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, He came out and said, yeah, uh, this isn't going to be announced for a couple weeks, but uh, Paramount and the Action Art people have reached a settlement. There's not going to be a lawsuit. Everyone can calm down. Mm-hmm. And even the Action Art people came out and said, yeah, there's, we can't talk about it now, but there's been a, a settlement. So who knows what's going on, but at least mm-hmm. there's not going to be a big messy. Yeah. I'm sure, like, I wonder what that is, because you think it's, like, whatever. Maybe they this... can still make it, but they can't, they can call it Action Art or, or something like, like that. Or maybe they just kick some of that Kickstarter money to. Yeah. That's what everybody wants Paramount? to pay for in a Kickstarter is legal fees but for the copyright those, claim, right? I wonder if this is going to redefine Paramount's stance on stance. Yeah, or like, like, because you think they would want to have like, kind of like how it's been kind of understood how how the relationship. Oh, it's Idris Elba in shorts. What's this? <laughs> Foley's just straight up looking at internet <laughs> pictures now. Uh, so. But just just like how there was always kind of like an understood. Oh yeah, he's on the set of uh. The, the, Sorry, he's really Star cute. Trek what? Beyond, um, but just like how it was before, kind of understood that like you can get away with making a Star Trek fan film as long as, long as you're not making a profit. Sure, this will be interesting to see how transparent they are about these new terms so they've agreed with the, that they're for I don't the know settlement. If they'll they'll I don't ever know. come out with an official fan policy though, because basically once.
once it once you make an official statement, it's like giving official leeway. Yeah. That's the Whereas, thing. Whereas, like, if you keep it ambiguous, yeah. then you're not committing then, then one way or the other. And, and then you have a legal. I mean, they would. They would. I don't. Legally, they would probably ne- they would never come out with it. Yeah, because... I mean Harry, like the Warner Brothers came out with all that shit about Harry Potter, and it blew up in their faces. But they, you know, you can't say, yeah, do what you well, want. Well, that's guys. one of the things that like Paramount. Find what people can. This do. is the 50th anniversary year for Star Trek, so Paramount's especially with a new pr- promoting a new movie, they're kind of under the gun too because yeah. like they, they they want to be careful not pissing off the fans yeah. too much because yeah. it is like this fan celebration this year yeah. ostensibly. Yeah. Yeah, and so they're it's kind of a weird. You gotta, you gotta they're in your, the right. Protect your your ticket But it's sales. also like a weird existence. Like Star Trek in particular is a really weird example because the fandom has been around like the, more the, than anything else in the world. There wouldn't even be more you know, Star Trek for more yeah. Star Trek for fans fighting for it back in the past. You there are probably like the existence of shit that is violating the copyright claims of Star Trek have probably is existed longer than a lot of people who work at Paramount right now, you know? Yeah. It's like kind of a weird There are a lot of people who've worked on Star Trek and be I'm Brian Fuller was a huge Trekkie before like yeah. uh fucking Ronald D. Moore, one of the head guys on the old version of you know? like it's people that work at Paramount are warlocks. They're very old. That's one of the weird things, because this is Paramount. So Paramount, Star Trek is now divided between Paramount, which owns all the movie stuff, uh-huh. and there's CBS, which owns really? all the rest of the, the TV stuff. That's why people the are wondering... T- the old, the, the original show, or like all, all the TV the, stuff. Are you fucking kidding me? That's why the, everyone's wondering, like, as this new TV show goes forward with CBS, can they, like, they'll have to get permission from Paramount to use any movie stuff. But then again, half this movie stuff has shown up in the old shows, which Paris CBS. It's all of Star Trek now. It's just just huge legal ball of wax that you'd like, man, I'm glad I'm just as a fan watching it. I don't have to deal with this shit as a creator or as a fandom person trying to make content getting it's just a big fucking Yeah, about within the last ten years there was a split. I don't know what happened, but there was a split where yeah, for some reason, the Star Trek film stuff got separated, mm. siphoned off specifically to Paramount, and the TV rights got specifically siphoned off to CBS. And mm. now if they want to... Warlocks. The... <laughs> <laughs> and Warlocks. Dark ageless, ageless, dark magic. Daily Show head writer Elliot Kalan, Kalan, Kalan will be the head writer of the new MST3K. Yeah. Currently, he's one of the people at the on the Flophouse podcast. Yeah. And also, I guess you wrote for Marvel Comics, too. Wrote, like, Spider-Man and the X-Men or something like that. So, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, Carl Urban, and Kate Blanchett will be in the new Thor flick. Blanchett okay. will be the villain. Well, yes. Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> That's what he looks like! Yeah! He plays the Thor of Hammer. Wait. I, I fucked that up. <laughs> I really... Like, I think... I, I, yeah! I like... You know I like what? Kate, I like I like I like Kate Blanchett as a villain in a Thor movie. I like Charlize Theron as a villain in a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, she, her name is Cipher. I don't fucking care. I'm like I'm like she's no, that totally fits both, the tone of Fast and the Furious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cipher. They're both. I mean, Kate Blanchett. Um, if if you remember her performance in Hannah. Where she's, yeah, she where was she's, such a great villain. She's an that excellent movie. villain. Well, fucking Galadriel is practically can, yeah, like that's well, totally in like that's super villain Galadriel. Well, there's a moment <laughs> where she turns. <laughs> where she turns. Yeah, yeah which is kind of creepy. About... You're like, oh man, she got some grit. Like, there's Kate a Blanchett joke. Would be... There's a joke on what? Kimmy Schmidt, uh-huh. and they're like, is Kate Blanchett a good actress or is she just tall? <laughs> and uh, I disagree with that. But it's such a random <laughs> thing. <laughs> I just can't. love lunch. Love lunch. 
Um, okay. No, the um, uh, Kate Blanchett would be perfect yeah, in, in the Thor universe. Yeah. And you know what? I love Carl Urban just for his returns in Star Trek and in fucking uh, Dread. Dread. He was great in Dread. I still haven't Dread. So I'll yeah. be excited about him joining He was great this. in Ghost Ship. Which is just kind of Carl, a fun actor. Carl Urban is actually really, really wonderful. Everything I like I've him ever heard lot. about him, he seems yeah. like a, just like he a normal like a solid dude. goober. Just like, yeah, hey, yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, I mean, and, and to watch to watch Dread and know that he grew up reading Dread, yeah, and, and wh- why he was so chuffed about being Dread, yeah, and that he would practice his Dread face. <laughs> In the mirror, well, and I'm like, this is a cute boy. He's been making the rounds with like start or with, with with dread fans, and he's been kind of dropping some hints that there may be another dread movie so. that he they've might been be. trying. They've to build been trying. Well, who knows if it's going to happen? But at least he's been drumming up support yeah. as much as he yeah. can. Kind of been like, he's hey guys, cutie. maybe another movie. I like that so. dude. He's a, he's a good dude. He's yeah. a sweetie. Um, dude. Jeff Goldblum. He's got to be some sort of Earth scientist. right? It's got to be. There's no way he's going to well, get Asgardian. No, 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 no. He's an Earth scientist named Ian Malcolm. What? What if they recast? What if they recast Odin? <laughs> I don't want to deal. No, with- I'm angry. That's not no. Well, and it's just it's just old Jeff Goldblum with his glasses, but he's got one darked out because Odin ain't got one eye, and then his shirt slightly open to make Greta and Chase happy. Oh and he snort. So I guess there's no Ken Denning or Natalie Portman. I guess they haven't said anything about them coming back. No, did, they, did, did they show up in the last one? Yeah, 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 yeah they, they were great. They're great. Ken Denning's titties get blown off by like a full they did not car. no you they did not it, however Kat Dennings was fucking hilarious she was cute. Uh, she that's the, the, the first I ever heard anything about Kat Dennings was you guys freaking about her in the first Thor movie yeah she's so whenever cute. I see her Charming these days I'm hell. still like oh that's the Thor lady there's actually have you watched uh, The Dark World no I've never I it's saw fun. I watched like the first half think, of that first I've, Thor movie I think The Dark World is worth it if only for the last 20 minutes which is that fight scene? Oh, that was pretty good. And the choreography and mm-hmm. timing of 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 a battle that can take place through different planes of existence. Yeah, it was communicated very clearly, and it was yeah. it okay. was like communicated like amazingly yeah. clearly. And Kat Dennings had some really really there's some really funny shit that yeah. happens. Yeah. Uh-huh. and you know it's Man. them reacting off of green screen and shit. Did you see um uh well it's supposedly the plot's supposed to be it's it's Thor Loki and Hulk. Okay. Going okay. off on sure. an adventure? Sure. So it's like Hulk versus Kate Blanchett. Like, I don't is it know. Gonna what the be, is it going to be? be Mark Ruffalo as Hulk? Yeah, or? that's no, what they're saying. No, no. It's uh, <laughs> Jeff <joke>. Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that joke was I just, want, <laughs> I just want Hulk in a tiny little Viking hat. <laughs> Those aren't real, though. Well, Asgardians aren't real either, to be fair. Shut up. <laughs> I don't know that. This is an excellent they point. They smell good. Oh, what? God. According to British tabloid The Daily Mail, Daniel Craig has turned... Bill, something told you to type this wrong. Daniel Craig has turned down an offer of $100 to appear in two more Bond flicks. <laughs> no. Did you leave out a letter or something? An M? A B? I guess he, could, he comes home. He's got, he's got, he's got the envelope. With the money from fucking whatever fucking film studio. And Rachel Weiss is like, what's wrong, honey? He's like, this is the money they offered me for Bonnie. He throws it down on the table and he's like, open that. And she's like, okay. And she like looks at him and she's like, it's $100. And she's like, motherfucker. <laughs> Bill, what letter did you leave out there? Was it a million? million? Yeah. yeah. Stormtroopers in Star Wars movies. Man, he hates. There are a lot of those. He really hates. He hates. He hates the. 
the the misogyny of it, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Yeah. He just like, seems like a grumpy son of a bitch. No, with a beautiful ass, with, with the beautiful ass of an angel, <laughs> the ass of oh, an God angel, and, 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 a, and a gorgeous woman for a wife. He just took the hundred dollar bill, flashed it between his ass cheeks, and just mailed it back to them. <laughs> God, so of course now everyone's back to fan casting. Who's gonna be James Bond? Bill, who's your James Bond? Everyone's saying Idris Elba. No, who's your James Bond? Don't don't look. At, stop looking at the internet. <laughs> stop looking at the internet. Who's Bill? your James what is Bond? Bill Mudrins? What is Bill Mudrins? People are talking James. about. No, like, I no. don't care what Bill people Mudrins. are talking about. Full, we talk about this a lot. How you crowdsource the thoughts to the internet. I want what is your own Bill's thoughts? James Bond? Bill's James Bond. Kate nope. Blanchett. Well, okay, yes. <laughs> no, seriously, like, like Emily, like I. I Emily if, if you if you gave really me free great. reign and yeah. I have to hear from the internet about what I would choose, actually Emily Blunt. I would Although, choose Emily. What do you do with the story? Because like they're like, did you guys see the last one? They painted like as James Bond as a film series in such a crummy place. Now, like, what do you do with James Bond? It's you do something different. Like, what is there's a rich, beautiful continuity that's unbroken? No, but like no. they kind of kind of broke James. Like, if you saw the, sure. I mean, there's we, been terrible James Bond movies in the ba- in the past. But coming off of that, specific, it was bad enough where you're like, well, then just fucking burn it to the ground and start burn it to the ground. Start yeah, over. Kingsman. I like Kingsman did such a good enough also kind of skewering James Bond stuff. Yeah. Where I'm more skew- I'm more interested in hearing what what's going on with the next Kingsman movie than I yeah, am fucking. Probably. But yeah, uh, but yeah, who would you guys choose? I want choose? Sam Mendes to make another movie. Is what I want to well, do. Well, yeah, who do you get to direct in? Who do you get to I mean, like? Man, star? if you had if you had Sam Mendes directing Emily, Emily Blunt, Blunt as James Bond as a as as Bond, yeah, yeah. and and God, yeah. I mean, assuming you'd want somebody who'd be a little younger because I don't know, like, what do you do? You don't have to. Do whatever the fuck you want. I don't know. Uh, Lily Tomlin. <laughs> And Jay oh, Fonda. Oh, 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 oh. And Q is Emma Watson. <laughs> yes, I like this. I like this. Yeah. I can see that, yeah. What's yeah. And they're in love. <laughs> <laughs> can you just end all sentences? <laughs> just shouting really angrily. <laughs> and they're in love. Yeah, and a pitch. Okay, all oh, right. Oh, man. What's your elevator pitch? <laughs> Lily oh, Tomlin. God, I'm trying, I'm trying to think of any other British ladies. Kate Blanchett. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like, yeah, no, Kate Blanchett, Emily Blunt. Well, she's she's Australian. Rachel Weisz. That should be great. For Rachel Weisz. <laughs> Keep it in the family. What's... No, you have Emily Blunt and, and Rachel Weisz as their love interest. And then we can't walk out of the theater because we can't stand up because our legs. You are guys are still have not seen the Lobster yet, have you? Fucking never gonna see the Lobster. Mm. Why? I hilarious. read the Wikipedia synopsis of it, <laughs> and that was upsetting enough. <laughs> Um, hey, uh, did you know <laughs> okay, well, that Max happening. and the Week in Review is... Yeah, what are we talking uh, about? Tuesday, May 24th, will mark the 10th anniversary of the announcement of Half-Life 2, Episode 3, which still hasn't been produced. <laughs> that one, it's So that I didn't realize it's been 10 years since the announcement. Since, yeah, because Half-Life 2, Episode 2 ended with a huge cliffhanger where, like, shit well, people died. Well, it with a cliffhanger, but did they say... They say, did they announce? They just three? announced it, but then never followed up on it. How long? Saying, how long was a uh, fucking um? Get bubblegum and ass. What are you trying to think of? What the hell is bubblegum and ass? Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem was like fourteen years. Although at least there was proof that it was in development. They had shown multiple trailers. Steam is all like the whole thing went steam. Valve is that they like to keep their shit to the ground. Yeah. Well, and then Mark Landlaw, the guy who kind of wrote the 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 Half Life games, he retired last like six months ago. So who the fuck? It's where the Valve doesn't even come out and say, "Hey guys." We're not doing it. But that's the thing why everyone's so freaked out because they announced it 10 years ago. I didn't know they actually announced it. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Every time anyone's gone up to fucking what's his name, 
Gabe Newell, he's been like, I say I'm going to do stuff all the time. <laughs> I'm going to mow the lawn. That hasn't happened. Oh, man. I got shit, other shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Fuck. I didn't know it was what a What's Let's next? See. Rest in peace, Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, Alan Young, the guy who played Scrooge McDuck in DuckTales, also played, not Mr. Ed, he played the guy who owned Mr. Ed. Uh, kind of fucked up slavery parable there. That's kind of fucked up. Fuck. He died because he was he because he was like ninety when he made Ducktales thirty <laughs> yeah, years yeah. ago. Like everyone's like, how did he die? I'm like he died because he was fucking ancient. Uh, although he did just he did record lines with the Ducktales remake like a year ago. Oh really? Like whenever that came out, like maybe two or three years. ago. He had a great, rich, distinctive voice. Yeah, uh, which is that everyone had Ducktales clips playing on on Twitter all week, which Probably. is kind of everyone of a certain age. Oh no, how are you doing? Pepsi introduced Pepsi Strong in Japan. It's got five times the carbonation. It comes in a specially reinforced bottle. The bottle looks because it's super thick because so it won't explode. Why? Which. Are you trying to kill yourself? Because if you shake Why it up, put that in your body. <laughs> what you, does it do to your body? Your you, body isn't reinforced. How, how do you even physically introduce five times as many bubbles into soda as it normally has? I don't. Because right. you think at that some point, if it froths, it's not even going to be soda. It's not going to be a liquid anymore. It's going to turn into only like, in Japan. Oh my god! I love why. I love products. Look at. Look at that picture. Look at how many bubbles. That is ten times more bubbles. <laughs> Fully is a side-by-side comparison. Yeah, I'm going to send this to Bill. Oh, I don't think... I, you know what? I don't even think I saw too many of the... Way- Let's see. Pepsi's wrong. Check this shit out. Oh, visual. Very nice. Uh-huh. Bro. Imagine one... Yeah, for I guess which actually, one's which? Oh, that looks good. Actually, that looks kind of nice. <laughs> oh, I got enough bubbles. Man, Put a Mentos it- in that fucking... <laughs> <laughs> nuclear bomb. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh my god. Just H-bomb footage. Fuel. <laughs> this is how we're gonna get back into space. That's it. <laughs> That's what drives the Enterprise human. to warp <laughs> And one Mentos. Oh one human, man. one Mentos. Hey everybody, did you know that this is the Boy Hattie Podcast? Wait, is that... Are we done? That was the Geek Cook interview. Oh shit! I forgot we were gonna talk about Uncharted. We don't... I mean, we don't have to if you don't what want to. What is there to say about Uncharted? It's kind of a... Hey guys, we're gonna take a little break. And then we're gonna come back. Because we're not done. We're gonna talk about Uncharted 4. And he thought we were done. Preview Five my years? Spe- special precious angel. We'll come back. We'll come back. We'll be right back. special part of our podcast where we're all gonna hold hands make eye contact what do you want i was gonna look at the art and talk spoilers about uncharted 4 uncharted 4 bill has a small stack of uncharted 4 goodies just stuff i got the art book i got the steel book i got the guidebook guidebook? i'm gonna go through the guidebook you guys can go for the art book so we're just gonna sit here and look at pictures of drake and just like this is excellent reading so we talked a little bit last week about the first half impressions because bill had gotten that far um yeah the i have to say my biggest concern about uncharted 4 was that it would feel heavily the the loss of all its creative teams but i was really surprised how much it felt like a whole it definitely yeah spoilers for uncharted 4 we're going to talk about the last half of the game here uh yeah uh last one when we talked i had just gotten to the island where libertalia is Mm -hmm. located and so pretty much what we're going to talk about this uh, today is everything uh, happens afterwards um which i'm kind of surprised there's enough to actually talk about spoilers 
I mean, you don't want to ever get spoiled by a video game, but there's actually some, some shit that kind of goes down by the end of yeah. this game. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's some developments. and There is one spoiler in particular that I'm really glad I didn't hear from anyone. Uh, I'm assuming we're talking about... I mean, I guess we're in the spoiler I, section I, now I, so I, you can I, talk I, about I, it. I want to be sexually pleased by the person that did a lot of this... Uh... Uh, concept art especially just the, like the environmental stuff no, yeah because we actually, have the we have i'm the, actually looking i'm actually looking at the um some of the character model stuff yeah, yeah for, and the real flat color the shoreline yes oh, you should try something like shut that. up stop <laughs> backseat art direct i forgot with an uncharted art book half the book is going to be paramilitary costume designs yeah, because yeah. that's like you know oh, that's I actually nine tenths of the characters actually. who show up was, in any one of the I'm games i'm rafe i got sleepy asshole eyes. <laughs> yeah pretty much i like the phrase sleepy asshole Oh my gosh! You think of a lax? He looks like no, he looks like tired. Evil Leland. Oh. He does look like Evil Leland. So so yes, okay, Uncharted. That was a good that just that ending. Just the, that game. ending was a meaty burp ending of like yeah that just as an ending. end of the series. Yeah yeah. I feel bad because like I love Amy Hennig. And I pre- yeah. and Uncharted 3 was not a bad game. Yeah. But they were trying to do some things that they actually kind of tried to do in this game, but they actually yeah. succeed. Whereas yeah. in, in Uncharted 3, they introduced the whole idea that, like, you get to see the older adventure lady who, in, like, who mm-hmm. accidentally introduced okay. Drake to Sully. Sure. Mm-hmm. You kind of see the origins of Nathan Drake. Right. Yeah. And they try to introduce a character who knows more about Nathan Drake than, than any other villain has, so that she could even be more cutting. Right. But she kind of ends up just being yeah. they, they misuse her they miss yeah. she actually ends up being not any more interesting than any other the villains yeah. have had any other granted mm-hmm. there's, there's only two games preceding that but, but it doesn't it, they had a villain problem yeah, yeah. they've they, always had a villain problem not that rafe is that deep but i think that rafe, rafe is, is an effective enough sketch yeah. yeah and rafe is rafe is terrifying because yeah. people like rafe exist yeah, yeah. and rafe he's is real just his personality is enough regardless yeah. of what his relationship to dragon He's just enough of a weasel. You just want to yeah. punch him in the fucking yeah. face. Yeah. You just want to see him get jacked up. Just want a basic the human. moment, like that. Hit literally one of the last things he says is that I deserve this. Yeah, you know yeah, that. But like, the, he gets fucked. Oh, he super does. But the moment when Sully goes, "Let's fuck up this creeps night." <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I'm like, I'm like, does he say fuck? Because yeah. there's, there's a t- couple tactical deployments of fuck in this game. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah it's good. And. <laughs> Well, especially, like, it's it's the easiest way in the world to, like, make you want to hate the villain and feel sympathetic for the hero. Because, like, in the end, when Rafe is giving his little speech, he's like, you're fucked up, buddy, and you're washed up, yeah. like, photographer friend. Well, yeah, but he really oh, does I'm not. I'm not going to have my life fucked okay. up by your band of losers. Having said that, when he dissed Elena, I was like, we're going to kill that's this what man. <laughs> because, like, it's right after that, they give you control over Drake. Yeah. Like, that's when you go... Fuck you! Fuck <laughs> yeah. you! Fuck you! I'm gonna yeah. kill you! Yeah. yeah, and they actually do like you kind of fuck up Drake or uh, uh, Rafe, but it's it's we're gonna jump all around. With yeah, we are. We can't game, not because we are what super uncharted think, fans. What did you think about the lack of a supernatural element? This oh, what? Was, I was this shocked. Was, this was only a, I had a big was argument. A about argument. This. this was a marital argument on par it? with not returning the red box. No, it was not. We were okay. just like, have yeah, you guys not returned the red box? The red box was worse. We. It was worse. We, the, one of the, the worst argument we've ever had in our relationship was about returning a movie to a red what box. What was a movie? I can't even fucking remember. 20, 22 Jump Street. 22 Jump Street, probably. Actually, Actually. Did you get, was it returned? Who won? Yeah. No one won. No, no, really. no one won. It's like World War no one. Won, but, no one yeah. won, but I got to hear what it sounds like when Eddie yells fuck word after fuck word you know, out you know, a closed door and through a glass window. You know when dogs bark <laughs> inside a closed house? Are you sure that's what it sounds like? Fuck! 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 Fuck you! Fuck you! 
makes you feel any better. That's the kind of fights that Nathan and Elena get yes. into. Yes, but so um, um, so yeah, Foley the whole time. Cause you know, Foley- I didn't realize until now that I didn't really even appreciate the lack of a net. See, Superman. that's the thing. Foley and I, because we got up to we got to Libertalia, and like the big cave thing is all like kind of shaped almost like a howling creature, and like, like yeah, big lion okay, face. Okay, here it comes. This is the part of the Uncharted game it where starts the supernatural talking. element the chart, no? kicks and, in. And and I kept I kept you looking, want it, I kept, you want it? No, I kept looking. At well, it, neither of us wanted. Like, it. Neither one was wanted, but I was like, they're not going to do it. And I was like, there's no way they don't. It's the game part is too, of the I, I was not expecting, like... And that's the thing everyone would have been complaining about the other Well, games. no one likes the supernatural. Because you don't need it. You don't need it. Like, I could see... Because like, the, the other games are going for a very specific Raiders of the Lost Ark vibe. Sure, yeah. Which... That's the thing about this game is being messier and more grounded. It's about the people, yeah. not about it's the adventure. It's yeah. always been about the people. And so I'm the like, supernatural I, stuff has been the weakest part of yeah. every game. Wondering if like if that that sort of that disconnect or that that difference in opinion of what is necessary yeah. in order to make an uncharted game an uncharted yeah. game was actually yeah. It needs this supernatural element, and you look at it, you go, let's 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 end, let's stick this fucking landing. Yeah, let's carry strug this thing. Let's yeah. like yeah. let's let's land and like make it well, perfect. And also from my we perspective too, so much about the last third of this game is not just like the end of this game, but it's kind of the end of the whole series. Yeah. That's yeah. one of the nice things about knowing this is going to be the last Uncharted game, yeah. at least as we know it. Yeah, uh, which people I've I've seen people complain about this, and I I actually do think they are justified in that. Uh, Nathan Drake digged himself into such a deep hole in this game, especially with Elena. It seems really weird that he doesn't have to work any harder to dig himself out of. I disagree. Which I, How many I of these people do are adults with human relationships. No, yeah. no, these are people who have thought about this more than I have. It's, well, when Elena it, shows up in this game, I expected there to be more. I like how they do execute it, where at least they essentially have a chapter long conversation. Yeah, about mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. where it's punctuated by. <laughs> giant fights and climbing and stuff but they are having this but i thought there was going to be more of a thing where elena shows up and like nate's nate's gonna have to like dig like, so God, that would be so cheap though yeah, really? here's, here's my feeling as an adult person in a committed relationship the big hurdle they had to overcome was his dishonesty and yeah. that's not something you resolve in a conversation in a series of conversations that's something you resolve over years the way you get there is they you have to kind of say let me finish yeah you have to let me like it's like one of those things where it's like i fucked up and and you fucked up and then you just have to live the rest of your lives and not fuck up like that's like you you have to commit i fucked up and i'm not gonna do that again yeah and that's not dramatically satisfying but that's real that's That's not what they do in this game though at the most see this is this is one of those things where you have like Elena says, we're going to talk about this later, essentially. They, they, they come to, an, uh, like, a, not an uneasy truce, but, like, as they're having, they're having this conversation for that chapter when mm-hmm. Elena comes back. Because she doing... hasn't forgiven him yet, nor should she. But at the, 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 the like, when the adventure's finally over, she says, oh, hey, I just had some gold, and I bought you this thing, and, like, we're going to have a happy life. Because she loves him. She, she but loves him. There's... And that's building their trust and building their life together. And also, but if anyone, he should be doing the nice thing for her at the end of the game, not her doing... You know what? what? He's trying to. He's, He's trying to yeah. say, okay, we're going to... He doesn't, boring, learn, he doesn't learn anything. All again. he learns is that he can fuck over Elena, mm-hmm. go on an adventure, because his life is in danger, she'll have to come back and save him, and then she gives him the big gift of, hey, I've bought this thing for you. I don't... I disagree. I, yeah. I thought I thought Drake was big enough, which makes Drake much more... He's not just the chuckle fuck that he's been in uh-huh. the previous games, where mm-hmm. I like the character, but he's yeah. always been as, as deep as a sidewalk. At least him being an asshole in this game makes him more interesting, but he doesn't... 
he doesn't earn he doesn't earn his redemption at the end. Hmm. At the end, it's just they all survive and well, everyone's happy that he's not dead. But then the fact that he like he gets his happy ending without having to sacrifice. See, anything for me, for it. I feel like his betrayal is not that he goes off into his adventure; it's that he lies. No, that's what I'm saying though. It's but he gets to have his cake and eat it too, where he has the adventure and he gets it's and it's Alana still like saying, "Hey, I've done this nice thing for you," like, because she loves him. I wish there's at least a moment. Him. I wish there's at least a little more, more moment of sacrifice. I'm glad they didn't kill off Sam. So it's all like, oh, yeah. I've paid the price. My I, price I, is my game. Really everyone was expecting. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not I liked expecting that. I like that the Gleason was Rafe. Like, I really liked that. If he had, like, at least there been some... Co- uh, I mean, no, I'm not saying that someone had to die, but something that showed, like, he had to sacrifice something of his own. I, I, okay, so I can, so I can, I can kind of understand where you're coming from. Yeah. But... I... The fact that we're having this conversation about video games actually kind of yeah. Well, no, I mean this that means is, yeah. that means a lot that's, because these people yeah. feel the very these, that, yeah, and that that is what they do best. And the fact the fact is what I'm hearing what I'm hearing when Bill's saying that mm-hmm. is almost correct me if I'm wrong. You care a lot about Elena, yeah, and maybe a part of you is kind of like she married an asshole. And, 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 married, she's, and, like, she's, and she's stuck with him, yeah. even though he's 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 done all these done yeah. all these things wrong. Some people just do, and and I think that I, I I think that they those characters are so well um, thought out, well written, well acted, and and those relationships make so much sense that I, I actually I didn't feel like at any point anything felt cheap. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like they took an easy way out of yeah, anything. That all felt real real to me, and it hurt. And yeah. her being hurt, hurt when we were playing and seeing her, and then, and then even when she comes back, I wasn't necessarily expecting her to be the one to save him. Yeah, though that's a neat convention, that. and I yeah. and, 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 and uh, turning that that on on its head because normally it's the woman getting iceboxed yeah. and then the dude coming. And I love that. I think it's great. Um, I think it's it's the, any limitations that are in it are limitations of the medium. Mm-hmm. You can't really expound on something the way you might want to. It's not going to satisfy everyone all the time. But ultimately, like the fact that those conversations that you get to have with her, that they do hurt, that mm-hmm. they do sting, that you're yeah. listening to them and going, God, this is super uncomfortable. Well, I do appreciate that when she shows up, she she does kind of hold his feet to a fire a little bit. It's not like totally, yeah. Anyway, Annie? My, my whole feeling was I feel like that was all resolved when they're going through Libertalia together. And there are those scenes, like, when they find the, um, there are those little moments where they very consciously gave that feeling that these are these characters being who they are, and Drake and Elena seeing them for who they are, mm-hmm. and appreciating them and accepting them for who they are, knowing the life we have living has been untenable. Like, when they're in the room with all the dead pirates, mm-hmm. and Nate is just, like, so excited about this moment in history that they found, yeah. and that he's able to see it, and that this is what it's all about to him. It's not about treasure, it's about yeah. this, this yeah. moment. And Elena's just looking at him in his excitement. And there's the moment where Elena is talking, and Nate looks at her, like, with this look of... And it's like, the, the, they had both compromised what they wanted and they had both given up themselves to live something that they thought was a compromise. Well, Elena says at the end about how they over course corrected for trying to be normal. See, to me, that what, like, it wasn't about 
like it wasn't about like a big dramatic I was wrong and I apologize and this or that because they both fucked up and they yeah. both accept this is who we are and this is yeah. what we need to be like that felt more real See, to me than any sort of shouting fest a big or... part of this is me projecting onto Drake is because he's like he's my age and I kind of mm-hmm. like get to project onto him like as as you get older where yeah, like you do have to be responsible the, to the way you are exactly mm-hmm. but there was a part of me where like I really they did such a good job of making Elena empathetic when she gets fucked over and it's it's such a big twist in the knife of the heart when she shows up and yeah. and and Nate's such an idiot like halfway through the game after uh the big the, the big car chase King, through King's, King's Bay? Bay and all yeah, that yeah, stuff yeah. and I just expect that was such an exquisite moment that they never mm-hmm. really follow through for it because I was expecting as kind of like coming from the position of like how I felt as Drake like what mm-hmm. I felt because like you know they, they they do a good job as like a 40 yeah. year old oh, white guy yeah. like like this is this is a great adventure, but I've also fucked up with Elena. Yeah. That I was expecting. Okay, he's gonna have to. There's gonna be have to be some kind of reckoning with Elena a little bit later. And that's what was kind of when she shows up, and at least they talk about it. At least yeah, yeah, it yeah. doesn't yeah. get completely ignored. Yeah. But I just thought there was gonna be more to that. That it's all. I, it's, I, it's, I read. Sure. I read him feeling an enormous amount of shame. Yeah. Which I. I well, there's because also he, the element also, too that he got hoodwinked into this too. See, it's that's not entirely. Thing. I think that's the big difference here. It's not like Uncharted Three. It's like Drake's a dick. Yeah, and Drake's married, yeah, and Drake's kind of going on adventure. That's the plasticness of that story too. Yeah, because I read, did they break? They married, but then they broke up. They right? were they separated. Didn't divorce, yeah. but they were strange. they were separated. When, yeah. Like, yeah. Whereas in this, that didn't I mean, mean obviously anything. Drake loves adventure, but he's ultimately doing this because he loves his brother, and he feels shame not only that he's gone on this adventure, yeah. but he never told Elena about this man and how he can left, he, he? He doesn't want to throw his brother. Yeah. He couldn't under, find his brother. He thought he was dead. It's in the course of like saving his brother that he really realizes how much he enjoys this and how that's kind of not a good thing because and he also knows he can't say well my brother made me go he's like he knows that's the thing that's his brother thing kind of saves him a little bit fucking sam what if i love that they have this game they they have you playing a whole chapter that is a made-up story which that plays with the language of gaming is that you don't ever assume that like something you're playing as gonna turn out to be a fucking lily because i know i thought that was so brilliant because anything that you do yourself as a player you take it for given as that's what it is yeah it's true which made me think how gay gay is sam (laughs) well that was the thing it did we're like oh sally and sam retired together huh on a vacation (laughs) drinking mojitos huh what is happening to you (laughs) who's a daddy (laughs) i do like that like uh sully does not trust not that he dislikes sam but it is interesting that they end up together it is a little pat at the end where it's like it was a little but that was like like, they have to be gay because why else i'm not saying they're the game but the fact that they end up going off together because either sully at some point will go you know what i'm just gonna get live in a hut by myself that's not sully they spend the next 15 years together essentially having the same relationship that he had with Drake. yeah well i like what i one of the things i like about sully is that he's he's emotionally intelligent yeah he wants to oh he's the savviest guy in the whole gang but he's still a fucker who wants to go on adventures all day well well, that's the even when they're at the dock at the very end he's in the middle of another deal with someone else he's already like got another adventure he's He's got to cook up and that's when he chose adventure and not he doesn't have elena that's just at the dock when sam is smoking and just like the yeah yeah and it was funny watching that because i i played the ending for dylan and dylan's like man sam as just as the the the, the tech behind the 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 yeah he's so much better because he was a character creator for this game whereas mm-hmm. all the other characters are still slightly kind of cartoony designed for another generation of games where they're slightly Whatever. little it's yeah. not bad it's just very it's just very just razor cutting sure. 
Just you know, the, ah, yeah. I don't know. We're they, splitting hairs here, but they fix they fix that eyeball and teeth thing. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. yeah. Really like I said, there's no hundo, glowing so. light in someone's mouth. You were, you were gonna say something, Foley? I'm sorry, you were gonna. Sam's gay. For Sully. <laughs> they I mean, did. Who, also, who wouldn't be? He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, chewing on chewing on a cigar, mm-hmm. and being like, I have Phil's a seaplane. I got nicely. a fucking seaplane. Well, yeah. One of the best things. So like, I'm playing, I'm replaying the ending for Dylan. And they get to the end where, like, you know, like, the Lena's got the money, and she's like, okay, and like, the camera lifts up in a way and says, oh, we're gonna have a nice little life. And, like, Dylan's like, oh, that was a cute ending. Yeah! Like, and, and then, then, and then, then it starts in with, like, like the, the, the fucking Crash Bandicoot stuff, and, like, when I, like, the first happened? time I played, I was like, huh. I was like, oh, this is a nice little bookend. I'm like, but this is in a different environment, because you yeah. can see, like, it's not yeah, the same the room. And then Dylan's like, huh, what's this? And I was like, oh, it's a little Crash Bandicoot game that I guess it's a little Easter egg that they put at the end of the game. And so she actually stopped paying attention to the TV because she actually st- like sat down, put her work aside to watch. Like she was like yeah. watching the ending like a movie, yeah. but she thought that was the end. Even the Crash Bandicoot yeah. thing, she was yeah. like. And then like you know pans out and you see it's a little young girl. And for a moment when I first played, I thought it was young Elena. Yeah. Because it looks enough like Elena. I was like, huh, this is kind of weird. Sure. And then Dylan's like, wait, what's going on? And I was like, I don't know. I'm just. And then I was yeah. like, wait. Did they have a kid? This is actually my reaction too. Was like, oh shit! I fucking loved that epilogue. Also, I love that they finally got to put a dog in a naughty dog. It's something that Neil Druckmann. It's not a very good dog, but it's something that Neil Druckmann has wanted to do his entire career. It's a dog that likes to put its anus on people's pillows. That little drawing of the dog and its butt on the pillow on the fridge. Did you see that with like a little heart? That's yeah. the funniest. Most, that's the best part of the whole goddamn game. But and just little things like that. She turns on the album and it's the same record that Elena was listening to in in her in their shitty house. Again, it's very you may buy fan servicey that ending. I well see. I don't, I, I'm not dismissing it no, as no, fan service. No, 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 no. But the it's reason why too perfect. The like, reason why I liked it is that you get to see the life they led together and that they. Still had more adventures, and yeah. that they lived. Oh, they this had a whole life. life. Like, yeah, the fact they're yeah. not an easy doesn't even know how they started off together. Which yeah, is a little so implausible, no. considering all the riffraff they're probably come into contact with her with their with their daughter in tow. Like, I, I don't know about that. I, I, well, especially, I, I, you don't think Sam would accidentally let something slip? Like, oh, oh hey, often, well, well, it's not it's not clear how often they see. Well, she she talks them. about Uncle Sam. She does. And, like, yeah. Also, I think Sam owes them enough. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Sure. And he's yeah. been out of the game for fifteen years. Also, well, I love so. that he's been out of the game for fifteen years, but it's a jump ahead for fifteen years. So, like, yeah. he gets oh, yeah. that's a nice little bit of symmetry there. It's too. just it's just nice because instead of it closes the door a little more firmly. Like, it's like, yes, they had a life full of. Well, and that's what everyone you know? was talking about. How like they're so, like the reviewers were like, this is a very definitive end, and I was like, okay, are they all gonna die? Like, what's what do you mean by definitive end? I like yeah. the definitive end. I'm no, glad. you just jump forward fifteen years and see what happened to these characters i'm glad that it wasn't i'm glad that it wasn't a death because i had totally prepared myself for him to someone to die yeah yeah you know i was just like someone's gonna die and and it's probably gonna be someone i care about thank you neil Druckmann. (laughs) yeah um it's probably gonna be someone i give a shit about and i'm prepared for it because i totally mass effect 3'd it yep like Mm -hmm. i was like that's what's gonna happen yeah it's what's super cool is the asshole died I also can we can we talk for get one second? Into orange we, juice. Oh my god, it was so good. Can we talk for one like a just a bag of tomato soup? Just <laughs> um, Nadine bouncing. You know what? That Fucking shit. Out. By the end of the game, I was more worried about what they're going to do with Nadine. Because <laughs> yeah. Sam, Sam was built to die. That's what's kind of surprising when he doesn't he die. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Nadine, I'm like, she's shit. They could bring her back for like the great. There's going to be another Uncharted game. Someday. Well. 
I disagree. I don't think they need to. It doesn't have to be called Uncharted, but I will be shocked if this is the last game that ever has anything to do with this universe. Oh, there's going to be DLC, which I'm fascinated by. What the fuck? The yeah. But, like, Nadine. Like, Nadine. What I liked about Nadine and what I liked about her character versus all the others is that she doesn't give a shit about treasure. I like the end. She's, she's a like, mercenary. I don't, she's like, guys fuck you all. My men betrayed me, which to her is, like, the worst possible yeah. thing that could happen in her life. For all we know, she fucking left and bought a fast food franchise or something. Exactly. She's like, yeah. out. She just wants big beef and cheddar. That's <laughs> right. Well, exactly. although her, her having all that money means she could rebuild her, like the, she, build, could. Re, she could rebuild Shoreline if she wants to. Yeah, but you could yeah. put her in any place. Well, I like that she doesn't actually have a drug, uh, have have a. Uh, uh, Dog. An agenda against Drake or anything no, like that. No. So she really is she's just like, like I just don't mind to get the hell out of here. She is yeah. also just like she's basically like you and your brother, fuck both of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, well, she gets. I thought for a moment because there's like one of the last big action scenes in the game is the Crash Bandicooting of like you're racing towards yeah, the camera wall, which was really giant nice. truck is chasing. I was like, yeah. is he Dean in that truck? Because that truck really wants to fucking kill. I'm surprised <laughs> it doesn't have angry cars eyes on it. Go, I'm gonna run you over, Nathan yeah. Drake. Uh, and I was kind of surprised to find that she was not, because they blow up that truck. That whoever's yeah, in that is, yeah. is they, dead they by gone. the end. But I, I do like the fact that you find out that you have actually successfully killed like 95% of her. The yeah. People she's brought onto she's that island. fucked up. But yeah, no, that she bugs out. And that's like, I love her. I love, it. I love, I nice love everything, from, everything from you as Drake overhearing that conversation mm-hmm. um, that Rafe yeah, that and is... her have on the dock. Man, when she and gets... when, her, when her dude turns oh, against her and the look on her fucking face. Well, when she gets hit that, that first time, done. they do such... She is just blazing hatred and then she slaps yeah. him. Yeah, it was good. God, it's so good. I've the never acting felt, is yeah, so good. Yeah. I've never been so sold by the villains in an Uncharted game before. Yeah. Oh, it was funny. So was like, what the fuck nationality is she is? Gorgeous. Because she's supposed to be, they're all supposed to be South African, aren't they? But like, yeah, I, I looked it up and it turns out she's like, it's, it's a white American lady. Well, it's Laura and, Bailey. And I noticed even in the credits, she has her Laura. own dialect coach. Laura. Yeah. And yeah. so, it's even actually, though it's like, she sounds like she's trying to be South African, but not quite. Dude, but I, the South African accent is fucking, It's bonkers. Because it's, <laughs> it's, it's kind of quasi-Dutch, but English Kiwi. It's Dutch-Australian. Dutch-Australian yeah, Kiwi. brain-damaged kind of, yeah. It's a really weird accent. Yeah. It has Especially weird. if you're coming in as a white person trying to, yeah. But no, it was, Nadine was so, yeah. Nadine's amazing. Nadine's such a fun character. Yeah, yeah. and I really, so I was going to ask you about the whole scene with the explorer. And which I thought yeah, was a really like a big cool. And I was kind of like, oh. well, because it is a fucking. Sp- so yeah, in last week's episode, Bill flipped over the art book. He's like, why did everybody think this is spoilers? There's you open lady. it to old. You open it to young Nate and young Sam. You flip them to the explorer. To me, that was a big thing. Where I'm like, oh fuck, because you you enter this house, this game, to try and find. Uh, uh, Nathan's mom's stuff. You don't know what this stuff is. It's also kind of slightly confusing. Okay, so okay, I'm trying to. I've tried to thought about. Okay, 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 okay. Show me the right, right. Okay, so Joe at the beginning Pesci of the this. game, uh-huh. Nathan Drake and his brother are in a South American orphanage. No, they're they're in New Orleans. They're in a New Orleans orphanage. Close New Orleans, close enough. But yeah. yes, New Orleans. Oh, because I was wondering because like his brother shows up and says we're gonna go look for mom's journal. Mm-hmm. I thought they were like South, and then suddenly Bill, like they'll say journal right. Journal. Gurnal. Gurnal. <laughs> but, uh... Oh, okay, because I was like, how yeah, do they suddenly, like, get to a different continent? No. no. Which only actually makes sense, kind of like... Just because of the... Well, then how does Nathan end up in, by himself in South America for, like, Because he becomes obsessed with the idea of, of Drake. Okay, yeah. so... We're, we're leaping and ahead he and, here, too. And he and, he and so Sam So he is not actually around. the descendant of Nathan Drake. No. no. 
but then why? Because you really because th- that so much that then the beginning of uh, not only one game but un- Uncharted one and three hinge on did him. Did you listen or did you hear when um, Sam says you know we make like we make new names for ourselves? Yeah, be but it's looking weird. for Sam and Nathan Morris or whatever their names are or something like that. Yeah. He's like, but they're not going to be looking for. They grabbed on, I think that they grabbed on to Drake in particular because their mom had machinations about Drake having heirs. It's because yeah. it's his mom. And oh, I understand mom. that from it's, a it's plot something, perspective. It's something that their, their mom was passionate about. And then I, from, I don't know if that lines small, up emotionally with the first, like from the... S- greatness from small beginnings. Yeah. I don't know. If your mom dies tragically, which is between the lines, between the lines is she committed suicide yeah. because of some sort of illness or something or other. Suicide? Because if you... They uh, say that Nate says when he first meets Sam, when he's kid he says like they were making fun of us they said our mom is going to hell because oh okay because oh, it's catholic finish. yeah there's only so many ways oh, i didn't think about that yeah okay that was how i read between that lines okay. so i mean if so if you as a young man become obsessed with your mother's obsessions i it all grocks okay me. so the, the game really begins with yeah uh, sam drake's sam malone or whatever the fuck which i did notice like you could see their bio sheets at the beginning and it is like sam and nath m at the end i was like okay yeah. well th- there's gonna be some kind of identity thing going on here yeah. like how do they get the drake name yeah so that 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 wasn't actually a big surprise to me yeah. later, but that it could, because like really is because Nathan Drake, especially at the beginning of the first game, really does seem to be hinging his whole sense of self worth well, on being the biological descendant of. This is one of the reasons why I really liked the end of this game is that Elena and Nathan make a life for themselves it's of their own making yeah. because like Nathan and doing his treasure hunting adventure stuff the way he does it it's him chasing it's him. mimicking his brother and chasing after the ghost of his mother Mm -hmm. and i like that that's kind of this life that other people have developed for him so by the end of the game elena gives and shares with him a life of their own making yeah an identity of their own build their own thing which i really liked dnf 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 fortunes right well it's still like I was a little disappointed to see it's DNF dirty, and nasty M. Dirty, <laughs> dirty, dirty Down to fuck fortunes. Uh, yeah. Which for a moment I was like, what's F? And I was like, oh yeah, Elena Fisher. I didn't yeah, think about that. I couldn't remember yeah. her last name because it never gets spoken in the game. Yeah. But, yeah, so. Let's, let's so a moment of silence for how pretty Elena is. Oh, she loves the acting she, and stuff. Do you not understand what silence is? <laughs> God. <laughs> um, but no. So, but yeah. So, so Sam takes Drake out of the the orphan orphanorium. Orphanarium. Orphanarium. And so yeah. they go to what's some the, lady what's explorer's that other house. With Tomas. Orphanato. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So they go to an old lady's explorer house and they heart attack her to death. <laughs> And they steal their mom's journals. I thought that was really interesting because that whole sequence, I really liked that sequence mm. and it was made it clear how much the folks at Naughty Dog liked Gone Home because it was Gone Home fan fiction in really a little way. Which, but in a great also, way. Also, that was a great house, great it environment. It was great. It was great little environmental storytelling where you just get to see the tragic life of this woman just in a few Well, it's great because letters. Well, it's also you're, you're exploring her life but also seeing, if it's a preview of what Nathan's going to be exactly, like. Exactly, you get to see the yeah. genesis because you get to see how much he knows. You actually get to see Sam actually still knows way more. Actually, Sam... Of the two, in terms of historical stuff, Sam's got got his shit down even way farther than than, than, yeah. than Drake does. Yeah. Um, and it also makes sense that he would know more about the pirate stuff. Yeah. 
than because he spent than, his whole time in prison just so, reading every book he could get his well, hands on. Well, also just because he seems to be as fucked up about his their mom dying yeah. as as Nathan and like yeah. he like he really latched onto the pirate stuff, whereas mm-hmm. Nathan latched onto the the Drake, the Drake stuff. stuff. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So yeah, they actually uh, after about an hour and a half of wandering around this lady's yeah. house. You do. And well, there's also an interesting story about her husband, the Japanese guy. Yeah, well, there, see, that's what I was and saying. And like, if you're yeah. going past it, you don't have to digest it all. Yeah, but yeah. he gets that, sick that and old. That relationship and her her situation also with her son. Yeah. yeah. And and that's what's re- what's the parallel between that. If you actually like look at all of those pictures, if you actually read all of those letters and stuff like that, and you find all of them, then the parallel between how Nate treats Cassie. Mm-hmm. at the end yeah, that's a good point, yeah. what sure, he yeah. what he you know but what's learned from that yeah. in a way to like he includes her they take her they yeah. they may he maybe doesn't share the nefarious stuff of her <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Does and he doesn't not, yeah. want to you yeah. know until he's pushed to it but um but ultimately like he includes her yeah. and that though though her though the adventurer's son hero worshipped her and, and ultimately, it, it was a destructive relationship, and her her work was too like she was too into it. Yeah, and it's just sad. But it was, she destroyed every every good relationship she had. It was just such a cool thing to have to be a lady. Yeah, and have it be the two well, lady adventurers. Yeah. And whoa, who are the two lady adventurers? Because Nate's mom worked for her. Yeah, that's why well, she had you've her got journals. four lady adventurers in this series because you've got the old lady, you've got mom, you've uh. got. Elena, uh-huh. and you've got the daughter who's already been on the same cover of Adventure Monthly. Yeah. That the old lady, even that is a book ending. Yeah, they yeah. both been on the cover. That same yeah. magazine, like 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 seventy years apart. Oh, which I thought so that was kind of cute. It's so um, good. Oh, good. so I have to real quick. I have to read a fevered tweet I got from friend of the podcast Conley. <laughs> which now, if this is not the DLC, I'm gonna be sad. Yeah. Uh, this is the tweet I got from her. A next Uncharted, and I would argue the DLC, where Cassie has grown up a little bit, finds letters from Chloe asking about doing more jobs that Nate and Elena have been rejecting, and sneaks off to go on those adventures with older Chloe herself, so Chloe is like her sully. I would like to think that Chloe's <laughs> so super grizzled and tight like Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Chain-smoking cigars. Oh my god. That's the the, the DLC. You, That's what I'm saying. It could be, be pirate stuff. Mm-hmm. I hope it's not just one DLC. Uh, ideally, That's all they've announced. As a daily, there'd be just a whole other game of DLC that's just an anthology of here's Cassie's adventure, here's this, here's Sam's 15 years of I this. I like and, the idea. We talked um, touched on it a little bit, but I didn't want to go too deep into it because of spoilers because you don't be in the game yet. I like the idea of the DLC being te- someone telling a story. And then, because because you established the idea of the oh. unreliable narrator, you do yeah. really have hardcore. So to so like to have it be maybe like one character telling someone else, that's, and you that's, playing that's through. That's why I was talking about uh, yeah. Charlie, uh, Charlie and Chloe come over for a holiday dinner, yeah. and you get and Sam's there <laughs> and Nate's there and Cassie's and Cassie now knows, yeah, and is oh, asking God, really so curious and about is asking, it and really curious about it and is asking yeah. all these questions. And Chloe's oh. totally like, yeah, well then this happened, this and Charlie keeps coming over going, stop. Lying to her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what we call the holiday feast DLC, where it's like, <laughs> tell stories around the fucking Christmas turkey. Yeah, that would be fan service masturbatory, and I would love it. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Ugh. Man, I, it's like, what the fuck are they gonna do a single player DLC? Because this was so like know. Last of Us. There was an untold story so in there, exciting. unless it's maybe about. Drake's mom. Oh, yeah, Phil. Yeah. It's kind of the one untold I, I, story I'm, I'm fine with Nate's, strong, Nate's, uh, Nate's mom just being kind of like I do, too. Unknown. I like it being, you know all you need to know. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so she worked for the old lady explorer. Yeah. And so, yeah, she's got her journals and stuff. There is, yeah, an interesting story about what Nate's mom, like, why she would fall in with, like, because their dad sounds like a piece of shit. Yeah. And, like, both Nathan and... 
And Sam both seem to agree that they're dead. Dad, not Dude, a they're horrible dead. man. Bro. They're dead. No, they're dead. dead ditch them, them in, an in an orphanage. Yeah, that's true. After true. their mom but, did, uh, died. Well, how did they get together? Who knows? Yeah, that's bullshit. Well, then how the hell did Elena and Nate never get together with? You know, they're both kind of. Yeah, I don't know. But what I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, but yeah, it was, hey, I'm so grateful. What? It was Uncharted, and we liked. It. Yay! It was. It was. And the pirate stuff was cool. And I bought the guide just Nick so I could 100. Yeah, I'm going to borrow that when you're done. And actually. you know what? Just that dinner scene table with all the dead pirates. That yeah. like that. I mean, not not that it get, like threatens to get supernatural, but that like yeah. that's the closest like that's the spookiest yeah. the game yeah. gets. Uh, especially just seeing Nathan and Elena kind of piecing together what happened there at the yeah. dinner scene. Yeah, and actually getting to see the corpses of everyone. Do you like that they kind of went to a Goonies place? the fact that the pirate ship is in in this uh, underground cavern uh-huh. filled yep. with tra- I mean yep. it is totally yeah. hardcore Goonies yeah um but just yeah when you walk in there it totally is wanted Willie at the table with like yeah. his like that same thing yeah. as his pirate crew all shot and yeah. murdered each other at that that table too yeah. and the, well the, even the trap of even yeah earlier in the, the game where if you steal yeah. well, well the, the thing that Nadine falls for if you yeah. like steal the treasure from the one thing like the whole thing will cave in even though yeah. that's like in Italy and not in but uh you know, the fact that you actually, it's, that's fucking Guy, Guybrush Threepwood's corpse yeah, there. Yeah! I, was I love the running Guybrush Threepwood joke. It's and so Bonnie's good. there, which kind of bums me out, because I love it. Yeah. The historical lady pirate to find out that she's just dropped dead face first. Okay, so I will ask this. What what was going, I did, the only part that I didn't, couldn't quite suss out was what the hell was going on with, with Libertalia. It's kind of a mess. Because it's like. It doesn't make any, because there were. Okay, so you've got the 12 major pirate guys. Right. Mm-hmm. Who were fucked over by two and Avery. Yeah. Well, okay, so first before... There's multiple nesting layers of people fucking each over. Because it's like, it seemed like, okay, the pirate captains pulled all the treasure and fell back to their city. Which it implied was a long con that they wanted to lure I get, all That's people, the thing, they never... Like, unless we missed some letters or something like that. Which I, don't I know totally if it's explored did. more in the game. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, I don't know if you really need to know, because so, okay, it's so just like a whole thing. Henry Avery decides that he's going to build his own pirate colony of Libertalia so he can mm-hmm. get away from everybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he builds this fantastical thing in Italy, which will point everyone to Libertalia. See, I'll accept all those fantastical things, because that is supernatural been, stuff. That's Libertalia. I thought it was going to be that one square. You, When you first find Libertalia, sure. I thought that was it. Sure. But no, that's just, there's thousands of people had to have been living yeah. there. Yeah. How I'm assuming that, like, you had individual pirates I wonder, I wonder, bringing crews of hundreds okay. of people with them, so only one guy had to go through each yes, and I kind of test to find where Libertalia is. I kind of wonder, yeah, because I kind of wonder if the tests, if the trial thing, was for the pirate captains. Yeah, yeah. because you can't have any, like if you because they mentioned fi- families. Like you have Timmy, age six. Okay, yeah. Timmy, you gotta go through. The, you gotta find out where Libertalia is too. It, it doesn't make Timmy. point. Although Timmy. Yeah, Penitent th- the penitent thief. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone, so they did get a whole bunch, not just the 12 pirate captains, yes. but like a whole bunch of other pirates bunch and families of- and shit to somehow eventually yeah. s- settle in Libertalia. I mean, that, that sort of makes sense. That sort of makes sense with crew. It also kind of makes sense with, um, it's near King's Bay. It's kind of near other areas. Yeah, it's safe, not totally... Alien, yeah, it's it's yeah. within distance where you could, yeah, you you have access to. You other might resources. have heard about it, and then you go there, but you're not like a big wealthy pirate captain. So they build the Britalia. I guess it exists for a couple decades, even though what's his name was only supposed to be forty years old when he dies. That that Henry yeah. Avery, which doesn't, I, mean, I guess maybe that's forty years old when he disappeared. That was how I read that. I think that, that that's yeah. that's that's, yeah. that's how I that's um, how I interpreted that. 
the last and time so, you've seen, it doesn't necessarily... There's no body. But it's insinuated, so it's the 12 pirate captains that steal the money from everyone else, and then yeah. they fall back? Is that what it is? And they yeah. fall well, back to New Devon? Like, I can't tell if this was all a long con. That, That's, yeah. That Avery was trying to get the best of the best. All the pirate captains pull all their treasure into one Just place. Just so he and two could then steal it? So that he and two could steal but it. Then but then he then they... fucks over two, because then two was after yeah. him, at wow. the, you find out by See, the end this of the is game. where I wondered, I'm like, was there what some was... sort of supernatural thing that they took out of this? Mm-hmm. That 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 there was like something in some sort of treasure because they keep talking touching about that Avery's big hall was on this one particular type of treasure. It was like some like the mo mo. Oh no! So oh. in real life, what happened was so Henry in real life Henry Avery was only like a pirate for like four or five years mm-hmm. because he was lucky enough that one of the first big pirate hits he ever had like he and his pirate like uh, armada attacked. I think it was like this twenty-five ship. I don't know if this is specifically mentioned in the game, mm-hmm. but it's the uh, what is the 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 fucking? I think it's the Indian. They called the Margoogle. What the fuck? Yeah, that's it was called? something like that. It was and it was an M, and I it was remember. a twenty-five ship treasure fleet that they managed to capture. Which was, that was enough. That that was more than any any other pirate had stolen ever in life. And yeah. so that formed most of the treasure that Henry Avery had, even yeah. with yeah, uh, which you really didn't need other people to like dump their treasure along with his because he really like assuming that you know that they're basing this on real life he already had more, had more treasure than most other pirates combined to begin with mm-hmm. so it doesn't make quite so much sense but yeah, yeah i just couldn't quite figure it out that was at the some... only thing where i'm like okay was this about werewolves or something and then they just also it? at some point when he's already an outlaw the entire world is trying to find him and he's already alienated all the other pirates What's good's the treasure? Because he can't then trade it with anyone because he's alienated so many people. Well, if I he's mean, built this island commune where he's the only person, he's they're, st- they're trading with the people. island. Like you don't like, say, what was "I'm from game? Libertalia. I'm here to trade my illicit goods." Also, what? built there are illicit people in there. I do like fighting through the uh, twelve pirate captains. Mm-hmm. They're, they're fucked ha- up mansions. Houses, yeah. Like when yeah, you find out, like, one of the arenas no, is in place. I totally, we totally fucking missed. We totally fucking missed like large chunks of that because the route that we. The route that we chose. We never got really? to see... We didn't get to see Aunt Body's place. No, no. Yeah, we fucked up. Really? We need to go back you... and do it again. Are there, like... Yeah. Well, I got the guide here. Got, yeah. Like, it's well. Do, really? Because there's you, a, no. Yeah. It's this big. Because you see Amber, uh, her her emblem, her little Pegasus horse, all over the place. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. It depends on your route. It's one yeah. of the things where they in this game they made a couple of. Different oh, I forgot routes you too, because that's a huge battle thing. You know, what's not that you guys chose a different route because you you guys were playing on the super easy move, which cuts out most of the combat. That's one of the biggest combat. Arenas in the game. Oh, what did really? you guys find in the art book? Oh, uh, it's Anne a... house. It's not, it's not her house, but it's a whole man. It's this whole like in New Devon. Yeah, it's, uh-huh. it's one of the big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh wait, no. Oh wait, no. We did go in her house because there's a fight with Shoreline there, right? Yeah, that's yeah. one of the biggest fights with. Shoreline. Okay, then we were in Anne Bonnie's okay. house. What did you guys find in the? Uh, book? No, the, the multiplayer. We found some lesbians. <laughs> the multiplayer has <laughs> a bunch of like uh, summonable characters and. Uh, they're equally, they're mercs that are equually ladies and men. And oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Lady merc concept art. Um, man, the trying, there's, I mean, as soon as we're done recording, I fucking, I'm going to think of a thousand other things about this game. But. I fucking loved, okay, to be clear, I love, Libertalia was awesome. Because my big thing about this game is that, or the Uncharted games, is that, you know, I like a sense of place, like building and exploring a sense of place. I love that in Libertalia, you get to explore this place. You get to see it from a lot of different angles. You get to enter it and exit it. And it feels like one contiguous build. Well, there's different districts and stuff. Yeah, too. yeah, like it was cool. It was such a cool set piece, and all those buildings were being slowly reclaimed by nature. Yeah, and like all the little little well, bits of storytelling. Kind of because like Nathan Drake has always found like, he's always been looking for stuff that's like thousands of years old in the past, yeah. and this is something that's only like been missing for 300 years. But yeah. it's all like built out of wood and like 
17th century like mm-hmm. like English aristocracy yeah. stuff like rotting in the woods yeah. Yeah. So, so it's even cool. something a little bit extra like it's kind of even though everyone's seen pirate stuff before in the past there's something yeah. very specific I, with it. I don't know just kind of extra creepy I, I feel yeah. like i feel like it's done well yeah it's done you know? so well i don't believe all those corpses and everything would be standing so like would be preserved so well in the middle of this wet tropical jungle yeah, probably but not. but it's it's it's, well, it's, it's also be with a giant fucking puzzle clock tower yeah. like yeah. Well, exactly. well even all that i know I exactly will... <laughs> no one ever seemed to open the door and like look inside and, say, what the hell? <laughs> and, and, the, clock, and the clock fucking falls entirely apart the bells come down everything that everybody in the square outside, yeah, outside like, everyone's like hey guys what's up <laughs> everybody got their fucking like noise canceling like but like even the stories, like the environmental stuff, yeah, like the, even really though every pirate it. corpse in the island has a note buried with it. Yeah, yeah. But like, but like you, you get to see the son. What is it? The grandson of Avery or whatever is trying to find the treasure. Well, yeah, like a hundred years oh, later, the, after the, all the dude shoot, that like, was in the the dude that was in the tower. one of his yeah, lieutenants. Yeah. Uh, you find okay. So one of the first bodies you find is this guy saying, "Okay, we were looking for this treasure." Yeah. Uh, it's like 1808. Yeah. And this guy, this guy's talking about how we were okay. We're looking for our treasure, but our captain went nuts and yeah. killed everyone who dis- who said they wanted to turn back. Yeah. He's like, I fired my bullet at this guy. I'm not quite sure if I hit him, but I know I'm morally fucked up. Yeah. If anyone ever finds this note, you got you have to know that our captain went nuts looking for this treasure and killed. He's responsible yeah. for all our deaths. Fuck that guy. Yeah. One of the last bodies you find in the game is the captain. The pi- pirate yeah. captain. He's like, man, that motherfucker. He shot me in the leg. He didn't know how much I was fighting for him. Just because we need to get this treasure. Yeah. It'll be so great. Uh, but I'm just going to sit here and take a nap. Uh, my, like, I'll get this treasure. It'll be worth losing my leg. But yeah, treasure's awesome. I love being... I love... Yeah, ooh, yay. Yeah. And like his body sitting on top of a mountain. Just like, yeah, obviously he never got up again. But yeah. it's like, you know, like, that's yeah. the storytelling of that. Like, yeah. well, I spent the whole game hoping I didn't miss. Yeah. Because like, the guy says he fired a shot on him. I'm like, okay, so he's... You, you gotta find. I'm wondering what like his the, the, the that the how the story's gonna end and you find out it's like yeah, yeah and then like you get to find like the other people their crew even though like... mechanically the game not that way too much sliding there you was... harshed on the sliding there I thought it was lo- there, there was, was a, a lot, lot of for a game well, series that never had sliding before. You, there's like parts of the game. There's where a like, specific reason why they put Drake's journal in a fucking leather thing. Yeah, because he's sliding around on his ass all day. No one would find that his moleskin stuck <laughs> in his back pocket when he slides. I love the much. rope swingy stuff. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Not that the sliding wasn't bad. Either. Although it, the first time they present it, where you have to defy gravity, where instead of just going downhill, you yeah, can you slide gotta get across. A yeah, that, it was really I, weird. the first time they presented it as a mechanic, I didn't yeah. understand because it defies physics in the way that when you're first introducing that mechanic, doesn't yeah. make any sense this is true right. this is um, true i agree with bill i agree with bill on that i didn't i didn't mind it because you know i yeah. like the idea of drake hurting his butt yeah <laughs> the shooting put little lotion on his butt the shooting was better and i would have actually yeah. i want to watch elena put lotion on his butt <laughs> and i think the game is a little bit too long granted i spent okay. 20 hours plowing through the game yeah i took a, i this is the other thing i mentioned last week i was taking photos all over the place i did how i many, how many did you take i I, I, when I went to go dump it, the photos is, off on the PS3 drive, full? <laughs> um, my, my thumb drive said I had taken 1,500 photos. Uh-huh. Jesus. Turns out, uh, that's because the thumb drive fucked up and I had taken over 5,000 photos. <gasps> Jesus, Bill! They were yeah. really good photos. 
Which is actually kind of impressive because most people have beaten the game in like 14 hours. And yeah. I only it spent took an us, extra six hours taking 5,000 photos. It took us 15 to 16 hours. To yeah. I've, I, my, my clear clock was like 21 hours. Yeah. But yeah, 5,000. You. I spent wow, a lot of time you like, you like you it's a beautiful photos. fucking game. It is goddamn gorgeous. It is one but of the But it could have been a third shorter because it gets a little. Well, it could have been a third shorter. You could have not been standing well, around. That's the other thing. I know exactly. Like, I don't know. I liked, I really liked the game really had two halves, two discrete halves. The was vacation yeah. yeah you didn't get mosquitoes well, or malaria fun. or shit because it is so pretty it does kind of feel like a stay yeah. on vacation because it's so beautiful yeah. you're seeing such far outlandish uh-huh. nice stuff yeah. And... yeah see i like that they had the best of both worlds they had the first half of the game was globe trotty yeah they did have yes yeah. and then the second half was one place building on a place building on the story of a place yeah and that's the thing when elena shows up at the end and you get to like it is kind of a callback to the beginning of the first yeah you? that's the thing i like when i was complaining about like nathan drake not having having his comeuppance enough yeah i did appreciate the fact that at least if he's not getting getting the comeuppance that i was kind of mm-hmm. expecting kind of hoping for a little bit mm-hmm. at least it's in the service of i want to say it's fans but it is a nice callback it's a great bookend for the series it's yes. like people when people complain about how uh the ending of return of the king is mm-hmm. too long mm-hmm. uh because they don't understand that wasn't just the end of that movie but that was the end of a whole three nine hour yeah. three movie exactly. series so yeah. they're kind of tying up and this is kind of like what the end of uncharted 4 is doing where Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lord of the Rings. All right, all right. Like, I love, I love the fact that one chapter you're running around with Elena is really just it's you and Elena in the jungle, mm-hmm. and whereas the first time you're doing that was you guys getting to know each other, it's you guys kind of like bonding again, kind of yeah. like making up a yeah. little bit. And like yeah. I said, that, and so like even you have a little bit where you get to run around with Sully by yourselves a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And just nice. It's it's everyone gets their moment at the end of this game. Yeah, yeah. and then it's, it's it feels it does feel weird the the few times when Nate is alone. Yeah. Well, he's alone for like after the after the ship I mean, crash, he's alone by himself Brothers for a Keeper, while. Brother's Keeper, he's alone for pretty much all of all of that chapter, yeah. and then he's alone. There's another little section where where he's he's by himself. Yeah, he's um, pretty chatty with himself. Which, yeah, again, Dylan was watching me play the game. He was like, he's really chatty by himself, and I was yeah. like, oh, then welcome to Nathan Drake. Yeah, but yeah, yeah like so. Yeah, my biggest criticisms aside from the story stuff, yeah, the, the gameplay stuff. The last really of the bombastic of... music. But yeah, the music yeah, still kind of kill me. I did see people online, so I guess they did put out a Nathan Drake's theme 4.0 for this game. Not really used that much in the game, but it is just a there's it's it's this whoever it's not Greg Edmondson his interpretation of the Nathan Drake theme. Yeah, that the point gets really sad with the piano music, and I saw people online saying, oh, "Is this gonna be the music that plays when Nate dies in this game?" Yeah, and uh, I'm glad that didn't happen, but it's. Mm. Yeah. They did good. I, I'm really curious to see what these guys do next. They did next. a remarkable job. Um, yeah. So, um, when you explore Nate and Elena's awesome house at the end of the game, which I absolutely want, uh, you get to see, when you're looking around, you see uh, in Cassie's room are two Last of Us posters. Yeah. I didn't notice. I saw there's uh, Faith Aaron Hicks. I saw people yeah, they talking about this, but I didn't there. say this proper. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll have to post screenshots of it because yeah, you see two Last of Us posters. You see um, one American called Girls? American Daughters. American Daughters. That oh, yeah. is a Dark Horse Last of Us comic. The poster is actually reminiscent of the American Dreams poster they oh, put yeah, out. Yeah. Uh, I feverishly texted someone who works at Dark Horse. I was like, "What does American Daughters mean?" And they basically went, "Shut uh, up, what?" That way, that way, Genuinely, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Would that be where they're announcing the Last of Us two? Would that be... Well, there is another poster in there that is... I mean, it's kind of obscured, but it's like a Last of Us 2 poster. One of the treasures I did find was the Firefly 
necklace. Oh, you found that? I didn't find that. Yeah. I missed, really like, nice. I missed like two-thirds of the treasures in that game. That's my favorite Fuck. part of the game. My favorite part of the game is a fucking journal and the fucking dialogue, and then I missed some of that. You can borrow the guidebook. Me. Also, there's a uh, one of the... Uh, oh, man. I was thinking about 100%ing this game, mm-hmm. but I realized some of the... It's there's like three or four yeah, the multiplayer oh, yeah. things. There's a lot. There's a lot of multiplayer. And one of the achievements, too, is also beating the game in less than six hours. Yeah. It's called weird. the speedrun achievement. Well, you know, I think... I think that how you how you would do that though that sounds like not they, fun. Yeah, here and um, here they do re- like is, talk is about. Is that you would you would skip all the cutscenes? Yeah, mm-hmm. play it on the easiest mode. Play it on the easiest uh, mode. Keep skip. auto-targeting dun, on. Dun, yeah, dun, 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 dun. pretty much. Yeah, just like blast and through. like and then like run anytime you get Which anytime seems like you a get a war crime. It seems. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> yeah. Anytime you get a vocal cue to get in the car, you get in the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, haul ass. Yeah, so. But man, no, that's Uncharted Four was a goddamn good game. It was a really. It was just a fucking like there. I can't think. I mean, in video games endings endings are hard period i can't think of a video game like a f- ending that was really emotionally satisfying and this it was even more impressive that it was a whole game and that it had dramatic creative upheaval and it didn't really feel like i said i felt a little bit maybe in libertalia like something was removed that made maybe explain things a little more but not to the point that it was like a disruptive that's like fucking bullshitty backstory about a historical plan i don't give a yeah. shit like the the game itself felt so cohesive and coherent what blows, and satisfying what blows my mind are people who aren't emotionally invested in these characters are kind of like oh, that was a nice ending and i'm like Nice! Robert Yang, who's this uh, developer who I follow on Twitter and I really admire a lot, was he's he's kind of a snarky guy and he he, he was talking about um yeah the if the hair animation on the blonde woman is very impressive. <laughs> there was a part of me where I was like, fuck you, and spiked my phone. <laughs> On the blonde her name is Elena, and I love her. <laughs> yeah, I, I wonder if you have to have gotten in the ground floor with this game from the be- and, like the first yeah. game or something. Because like I don't think I, I I don't know anyone else who's into these games as much as we are, and I'm not into these games as much as you are, Annie. So it's like especially like it's like. But I feel like um, if you didn't if you didn't get in on Uncharted two, you're not you're gonna miss the boat on this. Yeah, watching yeah. these characters, watching the but series I mean, evolve the same and like change. With Mass effects, like if you did, yeah. like I know there are people who came in with Mass Effect two. But even then, you're can't, I can't imagine starting on Mass Effect 3. I've gotten point. this far away. We talked about old Elena and old uh, Drake, too. They're, attra- oh, they're sexually attractive. <laughs> they really created a baby. They were real good. Um, they, they had did, sex at least once. They had sex, no. <laughs> they had protected sex a bunch of times. And then <laughs> well, one, time, one time the glove came off. <laughs> well, that's one of my favorite things at the beginning of the game. Because, like, they actually do have a pretty nice house. What? Wait, are you saying in New Orleans? Or at the end of the game. Yeah, because they're living in New Orleans, too, right? I mean, that's the whole... The they keep on recycling those assets time. and everything uh, like that. Wait. Where are they a, living at? Where are they living at the end of the game? They're living it's on a South a, Pacific. It's on a, a they're living coast. on a fucking island. <laughs> Whatever it is. I, hopefully it's their own Man, island. I want... I, fuck. I have never well, wanted a game. Let's just say, it's two people who... Childless couple who are kind of, like, struggling to get by a little bit. Because, you know, because Lillian is trying to find work. And, like, you know, Nate, you know... Got, she's working. They're working, but they're a little. You can tell yeah. they're like a little they're bit not, unfulfilled. Yeah. I mean, they're doing good for themselves, well, sure. but a lot of like, like I said, they've compromised. What they want. I I don't want, but it's so nice to see two couple, like uh, two people who kind of like starting at the game, kind of like a little like a little frustrated and lonely yeah. at the end, be so fulfilled and there's. Yeah. It's you almost want to call it fan because it's such a perfect ending for those characters. Yeah. 
that it's not a realistic ending, but it's, it's great. Cat. It's emotionally satisfying as fuck. Bill, they fucking go find El Dorado in Shambhala. I That's know, not what's exactly. You know, it's, it's, it's like all what? you want to know is that your friends are okay. Yeah, and that's, and that's it's, what it this is. This is like this ending is like the fucking uh, Citadel DLC for Mass Effect Three. It's yeah, like, just, it really. Know, my friends are happy and okay. Yeah, Drake looks exactly the same except he's a little more chiseled in the face. Elena went up like a cup size, cup size, because she had a baby, and that's like. Uh, yeah. What? Although Sully really did, he, he was already an old guy in this game, so it's funny to see him actually kind of be old grandpa. Yeah. In like in the little, like the little uh, photos Fucking you see of him. And... Good shit. But I it's... love Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog, you have my axe. Yeah. I need to send you my Last of Us screenshots from from Uncharted Four now. Yeah. I'm gonna go home. So anyway, you. if you want five thousand screen caps I'm of the good. game, I'm man, good. I, it's funny because like it, looking through my screen caps, it really mm-hmm. is. Especially whenever Elena shows up, it turns into like a little like slideshow of like like it's like I was documenting every time she shows up. Yeah, my only complaint is that Chloe never got a re- resolution in the series. But she, it's not like she really needed a resolution no, too. I know, she was just another was... mercenary who shows up. That's like saying, but whatever happened to Lando? No, because Lando is like maybe fifteen minutes in a Star War, as opposed no, to no, he's oh, in Star. Two. He was Excuse in two. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but he. She, whereas Chloe's big beating part of the heart of Uncharted Two, and then it's kind of shuffled off abruptly in Uncharted Three there because what's his butt became a dwarf. <laughs> you know. Oh, Grant McTavish, Lord of the Rings, was cast as a dwarf. Yeah. No. Little people. No, borrowers. <laughs> Shit. Fully tuning in and brought The littles. <laughs> ah, anyway, yeah. I love Uncharted 4 again. I almost, I would almost want to see what these guys do next that's not like Last of Us or an Uncharted. Mm-hmm. Just going, going well, they're, I really would believe they're done with Uncharted. Like, this felt I like. I trying to, hi, Bill. Ooh. Fully. Monkey feet. <laughs> I, was doing I, put, I put my foot on top of Bill's foot. I was oh. like, I just gotta lean into it. Gonna play for the yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We'll put talcum powder on the floor now when we can see each other's crotches. We're going to be talcum powder all the crotches because that's what they did on Kimmy Schmidt. That is what they did. Oh! Yeah. You, I, was, I was like, I think, he, there, I was like, like, I think he's making a Kimmy Schmidt reference. No, I just saw that episode last night, so that's the fresh one. I think he is. And I was like, yeah. Oh, oh my God. But like, Uncharted, you guys did good. It that good. was, that well was done, a meaning. I don't know if I'm going to play another game that had such a satisfying ending as yeah. that this year. Like, Shit. that was such. Ever. Like, I felt like it was such a good ending although i am kind of curious to see because because you know they're coming out with the new console hardware later on this fall i wonder with this being sony's like first i don't know if they're gonna have a bigger first party game this year i wonder if they're gonna have a really kind of beefed up patch for this game for the i'll bet you it'll be with it'll land with the dlc yeah exactly that's because i'm i would be surprised if dlc doesn't come out in time for christmas and they'll have like now play in Charter 4 and 60 frames per second blah 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 so that'll be a good good excuse six months uh, six months from now and blast with this game again and yeah, no, it's pirate stuff was great. The fucking yeah, it was characters really, all the got a great ending. All the puzzles were fun. I enjoyed the yeah, combat I don't enough. Know, I usually do not care much for puzzles. Like Zelda I games. I the puzzles. Like, the puzzles aren't bad, but like sometimes they could be just kind of like, what the fuck? Yeah. But like, like even like, the, 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 yeah, I had a good time with the puzzles in this game. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. You kind of wonder how many, how Avery all by himself <laughs> manufactured so many exploding mummies. <laughs> Because he literally took half the population. Okay, I like how you accept the you accept the clock tower thing. You accept the weird like hundreds no, of it, it makes mummies. a lot of sense. And do you want to know why? How do I know? Because it's Ron Swanson. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's true. All by himself, all this time. Henry Avery oh my is God. Ron Swanson. Uh-huh. He can do anything. He can he, He's got a wood shop. 
that's the other thing because my housemates because i kept them for the longest time being like kimmy schmidt it's a good show you should see it and my housemates they love brooklyn 99 and they're uh-huh. like what other stuff has this production team done I'm like kimmy well it doesn't oh. fucking uh oh. parks and recreation you gotta yeah. get on that mm-hmm. they're like we, we tried to watch some of the first season it wasn't very good i'm like Fuck. everyone agrees that the first yeah. season of Park yeah, recreation the people that participated in the creation just of jumped to season two yep. and they're like we don't want to yep. miss anything you want to wait on any lore from the first season I'm like, that's okay you're not gonna miss <laughs> yeah. anything if it means missing out on all parks and recreation here's... miss the first season well, of yeah it's, here's the thing it's 12 fucking episodes and they're 28 minutes long yeah it's exactly not, it's not it's that not that much of your life oh man and the fact that when you see ron swanson and what's her face had a baby in the future 15 actually they kind of did the same thing where they jump ahead yep 15 years in the future and see how everyone turned out yep that, well, they, well, they, they did that for harry potter and everyone hated that though but <laughs> oh man Ca- yeah cassie is she gonna be hufflepuff <laughs> yes there's there's the fan fiction minute and on that everybody this was the boy hattie podcast they're, like, they're both history nerds. Why do they name their daughter presumably after Cassiopeia? Because um, it's no, after beautiful, Nate's but arrogant mom. vain. Nate's mom, mom is Cassandra. Cassandra. Did you oh. really not make that connection? No. Oh. He's a, no. No. He How didn't. do you know her mom's name? Because oh, how did he know her mom's name? It just says Charles Nelson Riley on the cover <laughs> of the book. And with that, everybody, did you know that this ow, is the Boy Hattie podcast? Ow, ow. <laughs> did you know I just threw a Nathan Drake's coin at my, at at my foot? foot? Accidentally. Sorry, it's like baby. you're on a Nathan Drake adventure. You got damaged by pirate gold. That's it. Yeah. Hey, everybody. This is the Boy Hattie <laughs> podcast. Pirate gold. Uh, we're oh, we're at Boy Hattie Podcast on Twitter. BoyHattiePodcast.com. Are you guys going to get a dog named Cassie now? Well, the dog's dog's name wasn't Cassie. The dog's name was Vincent. Vincent? I like it. Isn't it, it's a lady though? It's Vicky. That's what it well, was. Well, because it's it's named after it's named after Sully, Vicky Sullivan instead of Victor Sullivan. Gross. Oh, I, I didn't Vincent. get that. Yeah, he says we're gonna get a dog and name it after like you. He stopped smoking and he's like, I'm I'm writing this from Cuba, so that shows you how much of a good guy I'm trying to be not smoking Cuba. <laughs> You're like totally playing with communists. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, but I'm not smoking. Did you know this was the Boy Hattie Podcast? We're at Boy Hattie Podcast on Twitter, BoyHattiePodcast.com. We'll <laughs> be back next pee. week to talk to y'all about more pop culture garbage. Did you know this stuff? I just want to get that out of the way. Now we can continue talking yeah, about things. God, you just ruined. It. I ruined it. <laughs> I'm ruined it. Hi. Oh, God. Oh, anyway. Yeah, I, I can't... With our small listenership, I, I can't imagine anyone who liked Uncharted 4 enough to, like, listen through for... Like, that was a good 45 minutes of us discussion about that. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Game I like. It's a good Slide and butt, no like. Is this your favorite uh, Uncharted game? It's on par with Uncharted 2. I... Right? Yeah. It's it's it's, it's as good as what I remember Uncharted 2 Which being. is impressive, because I think Uncharted 2 is one of the best video games ever made. Yeah. But I feel like... Uncharted 2 can be all on its own. You can play it without playing any of the other Uncharted games and really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uncharted 4 is a culmination in a way that I can't think of any other video And I think that's why did. some people might be slacking on the game because they're just either hadn't played the other games or they're not as emotionally invested. Whereas sure. this game was really made for the fans. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you can still have fun with this game, sure. but in terms of like, yeah. like the ed- the ending and the pacing and exactly yeah, how the thing exactly. kind of gets wrapped up. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine if you're not emotionally invested in Nathan Drake being Nathan Drake salvage diver. It's re- probably not as exciting. Return for most of the King Again. for Uncharted, <laughs> which is weird as this. I still want a video game that's just, just salvage diving. diving. I'm right there with you, dude. That'll you play it. That'll be the iPhone app. They would sell $120 worth of video games. <laughs> exactly, God, two yeah. sixty-dollar copies to fill it fully. <laughs> worth it. <laughs> is there a multiplayer? Oh, I was thinking about you when like it turns out like they end up buying their own marine salvage company, and like yeah, that's not entirely dissimilar oh, to the closest. I'm gonna get to my book being being a fucking yeah visually seen. God damn. Okay. Yeah.
Oh. We're so spent that it's like, okay, I know, it's like, I'm so what do we do? Of, I'm so full of love for Uncharted. Oh, Bill like, never ate his monkey muffin. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to eat my monkey muffin in that. Tonight <laughs> podcast. <laughs> How they? I love you guys. We'll we'll be, we'll be back. Bye, Bill.